At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. We have Gareth Salloway from In The Money Stocks joining us here momentarily. We got to talk about Disney. We got to talk about Twitter. We got to talk about inflation. Gah! Uh, did you hear that? Uh, Peloton had their, um, their like quarterly all-hands meeting to talk to the employees and introduce the new CEO while they were at it. And a bunch of people that got laid off got into the call and were like spamming the call with a lot of mean comments. Um, I thought that was interesting. But anyway, what's up, um, Quantum? Uh, I, I did not look to see how my Fwonk is doing today. I'll have to check it out. He said that Eli is doing well. Callaway Golf, they report earnings tonight, though. Uh, market seeming to reverse here again. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk uh, shorting with our Trade Zero guys, Dan Pipitone and Steven, uh, uh, Steven Johnson at uh, 1 o'clock. We'll talk to Vivi the Bio Queen at 12.30. We'll talk to Hot Stocks Luke at 1 o'clock. I think I covered it all. Yeah, that was a good job. I don't know. Yeah, Darren, you could have you could have lost your job but gotten a free year Peloton subscription. So that's that's fun. Um, when is the Google split happening? I don't think until the summer. We it's it's a June something, right? Something it's, like it's that. It's June something or other. I don't know. It's in it's in the check the Benzinga Pro. It's in there. Uh, anyway, smash that like button, guys. You know what to do. Let's start this show. This is Benzinga Live. Spencer Israel and producer AB. What's up, everybody? How are we doing? Someone told me buy high, sell higher. Let's get Matt Hammond on the show to talk to my POs. Jake Wojcik from Trend Spider. We have a breaking news. We had two different people just say two different things in the live chat. Someone said July first. Someone said June fifteenth. It's, it's, it's one of those two. Yeah, I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference? It's, it's February. It's, it's a tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, the thumbnail game is evolving. You hear that? The thumbnail game is evolving. Thank you, Master of Stonks. We appreciate that. Yeah, as always, please leave uh, leave fe- <laughs> feedback for us. So, um, you know, we're always trying to improve here and, and, and take, some, take some feedback yeah, from the audience. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, anyway, so we got a lot going on here. You want to start with our first guest who's already backstage? Let's do it. Let's bring on Gareth Soloway from In The Money Stocks. And yeah, let's give him the special intro. We got to make a new special intro. Can you make a note to make a new special intro? I'll do that right now. Put it in Asana. Uh-huh. Mm, uh, um. Asana. Uh, well, let's check on Asana with uh, Gareth Soloway. All right. Oh, what's up, Gareth? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing today? We're fired up. Market's doing all sorts of things, and we like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't like it when it's boring. We like it when it's interesting, and it's interesting today. So we're it having, sure we're is. Ready. I mean, how about that? We had that crazy inflation number, and then the markets gapped lower, then rallied, and basically went flat to positive, and now are selling back off. So just whipping every which way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I got actually out of all my option positions. <gasps> Ahead of the number, 
Smart. No, no. Oh. Well, no. I had Disney calls going into earnings last night that still performed pretty well. But um, yeah, for the first time in a while, my portfolio is just all stocks, no options. So I'm like, I don't wow. know. Cool, oh, man. Like, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, that's it's probably not a bad thing. But <laughs> when you get these whips in the market, I feel like the the premium they charge you on options just gets ridiculous. I mean, it's exactly. Just, you know, it's hard to, I, I feel like a lot of average, average investors don't really understand that either is you have to kind of look at what they're charging you in premium and say, do I still think that this is a good investment at that point? So, yeah. Uh, someone in the chat says, um, uh, P Pigum Pigumi, I don't know how to say that it says you have too many screens, Gareth, in all seriousness, how do you, is that eight or are we, is, yeah. are there more, are there more off camera? No, just eight, eight screens. Okay. Um, how, how do you really pay attention to that? Cause I've got four and I, I, I will admit there are some times where four does not feel like enough. I wish I had one more, but eight seems like just a lot. It's information overload. Yes. So, so to explain it is, is if I was only a trader for myself, I probably think three or four is more than enough, but yeah. you know, everyone has to remember. So I'm, I'm running a day trading chat room during the morning session. Then I have swing trades that I'm posting and taking. Then I have my own accounts, crypto accounts and, and swing trade and day trade accounts. Yeah. And then I have chat boxes with my, with my business partners. So it's, it's, I like to just kind of keep different ones on different screens. And so I'll hear a Got buzz it. when someone messages me, for instance, and I, I know to look at that particular screen. So, so it is, right. if we're, for a normal situation, it's way too much. I agree. I, I got I got to interrupt you here. Thank you, Nick Clausen. This is this is why it's important to have your Benzinger Pro squawk and signals turned on at all times because I didn't see that Uber is halted, yeah. and the code the code is news pending. Mm -hmm. News pending on Uber a midday halt. That yeah. is. And didn't they just report earnings yesterday after the bell? I this is the, the, the halt happened. I don't know where I've been. But I've been out to lunch apparently because yeah, earnings were yesterday. Wait, I did what, not. What was the deal again? Can you say it again? Uber's Uber's been halted, and I didn't even notice this for like a half hour. It happened a half hour ago. But what, yeah, what's the deal behind the halt? It, the code is news pending, which which blows my mind, right? Because it, it, what it's telling you is that there's something new that they didn't know yesterday at their conference call, which is super yeah. rare. So is, I, I bet it's going to be negative. I actually was. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened a thousand hundred hours ago. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I've been I've been doing other things and did not see this. Um, I I was actually looking at Uber puts. Now I wish I had some because if if it's bad and the stock drops like 10, 20 percent. Yeah. Okay. So like, time to speculate for fun. What? Could, yeah. What? What could do we this think be? it's on the on the upside or the downside? Well, do we think it reopens today? Probably. It's it's only been, wow. it's already been halted for for twenty minutes. Uh, I feel like feel like it probably resumes at some point today, but uh. What does this mean? Does this mean uh let's go to good old Twitter? Twitter C always has CEO, uh, has some good speculation. CEO stepping down, that would that that would that would be it. It could it mean um uh an offering? Well no, they would have announced that yesterday, wouldn't they? Yeah, same uh, thing with CEO stepping down. That's why it's it's yeah. I don't know. No clue. Wow. All right. They're buy is are they buying someone or did they receive an unsolicited takeover offer? Um those those, those headlines usually leak though. Um, no, no, no. All right, we'll have to keep an eye on this Uber thing. Uh, dividends, no. Dividends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not. Uh, oh shoot, is today the investor day? No, the earnings. It was yesterday. The earnings yeah. were there. Oh gosh, I don't even know. At this I guess point. the CFO. Oh, tiny, tiny pie's got it. There we go. Uber buying Peloton. 
Yep. That's that, that I think that's the winner here. I the man, what could could you even imagine? Well, here, let's check what Lyft is doing. That'll that should give us an idea of what No, that's no it shouldn't. It, right? So what they're going to do is they're going to have Ubers that have Peloton bikes and treadmills on them. And so you get to run, even though the, someone's driving, you get to run like you're running there. I think this does give us some right. insight. This, this shows that the market's expecting. I take it back. The, yeah. okay. I retract my statement. The market is clearly nervous for this news, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Yeah, I mean, I know what it should have could have, but I was literally looking at Uber puts this morning, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay off the options table. You don't right now. know. Don't say that because you don't know. I, you're right. But <laughs> if you have this, any if you're holding contracts into an event like this, even if, uh, like, I wouldn't even, I'd still be excited right now, even if it was potentially going to be positive, because anytime you can get, like, a huge move like that, the contracts just go crazy because the implied volatility skyrockets yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, wow, sorry. I, didn't, I just interrupted the flow because I didn't even see that headline. And this is why you got to have your squawk turned on and your signals tool turned on, your alerts turned on, because I don't have that that stuff turned on all the time, and I totally missed it. So uh, that's the beauty of, uh, of alerts is you don't have to be staring at the screen all day to get the information. But back to what we were saying before, Gareth, you are – staring at all those screens all day to get all your information. What kind of audio alerts do you have? So I actually don't have audio alerts. I have more like dings, you know, dings type stuff. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's just more just to kind of direct me in the right direction. But, but usually I have a group of stocks that I'm watching each morning, uh, ones that are in play. So like an Uber, like a TWOU, which is getting pounded today, oh, anything gosh. that's moving, that's going to be on my watch list. And then that's what I'm trading off of for the day. So so that's that's really what I focus on because you're right. You can't pay attention to eight screens at once. It's impossible. Yeah, T W O U was my number one loser this morning on my yeah. on my on my pre market scanner. It was down thirty two percent in the pre market. I have not seen. Well, it's down not usually on my radar. Percent now. I'm actually in this right now. Um, I was looking up some of the details, and it's now trading below cash. It's a, they make a they do about a billion dollars in revenue. And uh, I think what's going on here is there's there's some hedge funds that have about 10 million shares, and I'm sure there's one or two of these hedge funds that are or funds that are unloading, and it's just pounding. But the idea there is that whenever they're done, it should snap back a little bit. Obviously, not 47 percent wise, but but um, but yeah, for me, it's a risk reward play down here at around 940, 945, 950 or so. All right, so you're in from whereabouts? My my average is closer, uh, like right around 10 actually at this point. Yeah, so I've okay. been I've been slowly inching in. I'll probably buy a little bit more. My last buy was just down here at nine forty eight. I think I picked it up was my entry. Yeah, you're all right. This is why I need eight screens. I wouldn't have missed this if I had eight screens. Actually, I still may have. Um, <laughs> yeah, but unless you got um, that crazy eye ability to have them going in different yeah, directions. No. Well, there's someone, uh, Aaron. You remember Steve Kalajian, right? He's been on our show before. Yeah, he, he has like fifty screens, and I'm like. I, I, there's no way. He's got the coolest setup. There is no possible oh, Garris is, way. Garris is pretty cool too. Garris is cool, Thanks. but there's no way you can have a 50 screen. Anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, TWO. So do you have a stop loss in mind here? Uh, what's the out? So I'd like to see. I'd like to see it hold. Um, let me see here. I'd love to see a bounce by the close back to about 10 or so. That would kind of be my area there. And then what yeah. I do is I'll give it into tomorrow. So the idea here is that if you look at the fundamental metrics, that's what's getting me excited here. Trading below cash. They actually did better on revenue. Um, earnings, the guidance was a little bit light and it's just getting crushed because of that. 
But for the most part, the metrics look really good for a snapback. And I'm oh. going off the the level two to me looks like there's an institution or a hedge fund that's just unloading. They And the hedge funds don't care what price, right? They're just getting out. They're like, okay, we're cutting this position today. And the idea, again, is when the dust settles, you'll see a snapback. But I'd like to see a close back around 10. All right. Uh, I, I'm seeing the thing that Morgan Stanley has taken a 5% stake in Uber. If that's it, if, if that's why, if that's the headline to, to haul this stock, then I'm consider me disappointed because that is not super and I'm not noteworthy. Not, that's but not super noteworthy either way. Th- I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about yesterday. If if the big traders had their trades published in real time, yes. you would see this stuff all the time. If uh, Oh, you wouldn't see halts, ideally. Well, right, yeah. but I'm gonna say, that's what would happen if it was like Warren Buffett takes a 5% stake in alibaba today yeah but then it creates all sorts of unknowns do you does it spike is there a counter trade is there a counter trade there you know that's that's the, the Wait, hold on not is only lift that still, but is, i mean lift, you know, is lift still trading low this might be a good time to trade some call options on lift because if the news is good for uber lift should come back up right well not think necessarily so. yeah i mean if it is no. if that's the news then that's not a bad thing it looks like lift's starting to bounce a little bit yeah Ooh, i might try to get in on a cheap yeah, this is a, this is a one-minute chart, Gareth. If you want to share your charts, by all means, please do so. Okay. And and, and, and we can we can see what you're looking at here. Um. Um. Can't you see it in the level two? What what is it? What is it? The ghost. The order flow, maybe. Well, there's no order flow to see right now. In Uber. So. Maybe Lyft. They're talking about Lyft. Maybe. No, I I don't know. If Jason were here, he would say, don't use pronouns, the ghost. <laughs> but he's not here. So he, he's not here, so we're not going to say that. All right, let's pull Garrett's charts up. Yeah, what yeah. else is on the watch list? Uh, let's see. I was um, I, I picked up Facebook over the last few days and into this level. Check out this level, guys. Beautiful support line going back to 2018. And you getting you got a good bounce yesterday, a little bit down today. But, but I still think Facebook's kind of good for a bounce probably back to 245 over the next – week or so assuming markets don't collapse um we were looking at goose today that was getting hit a little bit although that bounced back that stock's down about 15 percent and then i saw datadog datadog had a big pop today that actually got right to a level here take a look at this level here and then it backed off so you can see right here all oh, these pivot pops right there and then nice little pullback Wait, are they restating their financials? Oh, God. If that's the case. That's that's the initial thing I saw on Twitter. Was that the CFO was like readjusting guidance. Oh, my goodness. That's fun. Then I thought that's going to bring a ton of lawsuits if they just gave their financials yesterday and then a day later are are redoing them. All right. And hey, did you think you were having a bad day? You're not, the, you're not the Uber CFO today. He's having a worse day. He or she is having a worse day than you, I promise. I'm in, I'm in TWOU and I'm down, but I think that's worse. <laughs> anyway, so TWOU, uh, Meta, what else here? Um, that data dog was an interesting one, but that's oh, yeah. already pulling back off the level, so there's nothing really to do there. There were a couple other big movers out there. I'm trying to think about what we were looking at today. Man, hard to remember. It's all blur. Yeah, we have that many yeah. screens, everything just goes into a blur. Yeah, well, so uh, here, our jogging memory. We had uh, we had Datadog earnings. We had Twilio earnings. We had Disney. We had Twitter. We had uh, iRobot. We had 
Coke, Pepsi this morning. I'm just going off the earnings memory right. here. I'm trying to think of what we talked about this morning. Um, I don't know. You know, it's been a sleeper that's been a great mover, this uh, discovery. And I wouldn't be surprised if it, I mean, it looks like it's getting into resistance here around 31, but but at some point, I think that goes higher going into the HBO merger. I think that's going to be something that a lot of investors are oh. excited to be able to is, invest Is Viacom in. stock moving uh, similarly? Yeah, Viacom I think is, it has. It has, has it's really had a nice move up. That's, in, that's kind so of thing. interesting. That's I, I kind of like Viacom That's so here. interesting. Wait, Discovery actually is the one that has, they have the catalyst. They're the one that's merging with Warner Media. Viacom yeah. has no such thing, and yet they trade together regardless. They do. Um, they do. Okay, I'm, in, I'm interested. I'm going to set an alert here. Uh, on on Weeball to just remind me, alert me when Viacom or Discovery gets above. Well, I can't see entirely right there, but like like what's the what's the resistance there in Viacom? What do you say? Like thirty? What's that? Four thirty-eight, thirty-eight dollars, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, and Discovery. These charts don't look that bad to me, actually. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like resistance on Viacom's around 37 or so, this little pivot area right here. Um, and, and then and if it gets through that, yeah, 38, 39 will be more resistance. Discoveries, we'll call it just 32, just to give ourselves some room. But all right. All right. Bring you know, it up there. Another stock making a move today, Lumen, Lumen Technologies. That so one's getting crushed right down 16%. But I don't see a, a great level at this point. SGEN is another one. That's down 15% on the day. Uh, I'm setting some alerts right now because those Discovery and Viacom charts were so beaten down and it's been a slog to get back here. But if they can break out above those above those levels, then like, yeah, maybe we do see a... I'm gonna I'll, uh, I'm gonna make a prediction here, and it's only a prediction, no inside information, but I yeah. think eventually Netflix buys Viacom. Um, hmm. So, what would they get with that? They would so, get Paramount. They would get Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, but I think the real kicker is so they're going to get a, tons of movies right from Paramount and and from sure. CBS. But then they get a live. They got multiple live channels to to debut some of their content on potentially. And then the biggest kicker is going to be live sports, right? So you you saw Netflix earnings really kind of suck. Their their guidance suck. Well, what's a good catalyst? You bring in live sports to Netflix. That's a big catalyst. You know, you okay, got football, you got all these other NCAA. So. so Viacom market cap is twenty three and a quarter billion dollars. Netflix is obviously trumps that. It's 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 ten, 10 times, times so. it's ten times yeah. that. Um, not quite, but almost. Uh, that I that's that's not a super hot take. I I could get behind that. Uh, I I I could get behind that idea, right? Netflix for Viacom. Um, yeah, man. That's ah, probably it's a, a shot. You know, shot in the breeze, but but it's, it's, a, an, it's, it's an interesting idea. idea. It's an yeah. interesting idea. I don't hate that idea. I don't hate that idea. Um, if Netflix well, had a been... stellar quarter, I would say, oh, they don't need to. But you know, it kind of seems like competition's starting to get get to them a little bit, and they might need that extra boost into some new categories like sports, <laughs> live sports. That that would make for such an interesting uh, change of a uh, um narrative because uh you know netflix was the disruptor and uh all the other the traditional cable providers how do you how do you compete well well you have to pivot to streaming right obviously you have to launch your own platform and now you have netflix well their growth in the u.s has slowed for some time 
Yeah. Uh, it's, their growth has all been international. You know, so how do you uh, so how do you pivot and, and where, where do you get the growth from? Oh, you, you go back to the to, yeah. to the traditional. So it, it's life is a circle. It's it's, <laughs> it's like the same the same things that were popular in the '90s come back 20 years later, and you know life is but a circle. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah everything comes <laughs> back around. Silliness. Um, I've been seeing some some more ads for some good Paramount Plus shows. I don't have Paramount Plus, but um, I've been seeing, seeing some ads to, to to get that. Um, anyone know why Uber is halted? No, we don't know why Uber is halted. We have a couple of ideas. I, their investor day is happening right now, so they may be restating their financials. I saw a thing about a Morgan Stanley stake, but I got nothing confirmed on the on the Uber halt. Um, let's see what our news desk said. Uh, we. We are in, okay. This this is some good good color. Thanks to our news desk for this. So I'm just I'll, I'll read you this headline from our desk 15 minutes ago. Uh, since the stock is listed on the NYSE, investors will not get a resume time. The stock will open whenever floor specialists are ready to begin executing orders again. So hmm. this could this could this could reopen in a minute. This could reopen tomorrow. Um, don't know. So I don't know. Uh, we'll wait and see. Uh, Disney had an amazing report. I was. I wait, was... it looks like it. Wait, wait, it looks like it's reopened, guys. Hey, I just <laughs> dropping. You can't make this stuff up. Uber's dropping. Yeah, I could call out Garrett. There we go. Uh, he's got it on his charts. I'll, I, I got it up on mine right now too. Oh, uh, but it's not. Well, it, everything looks dramatic on a one minute, so I'm going to the fifteen minute. Oh to... no! It, well, you, I've seen some buyers. Oh yeah, I mean. It... Look at that. We're open. That was fun. So, okay. So, what what, what was the... Let's go to the news feed here. Um, what, what was the actual reason for the halt? Looks like guidance. What is that? Uber CFO? So, they gave, they gave guidance during their investor day. Yeah. That's weird. Why, why wouldn't they give guidance yesterday on the call? That's so strange. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. Usually, like you know, stock gets halted the, the day the day after the earnings. Your first assumption is, like you said before, oh, they screwed so someone screwed up and they they gotta restate their numbers. But this is very confusing. <laughs> Interesting that we did go right down to the oh, now we're below the two hundred day. So never mind. That there's a good support good. level at around thirty eight fifty if it goes straight into that. Is that on you see that on the daily, the hourly? What? Uh, ten minute chart, ten minute support. Ten, ten minute chart, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like my fifteen minute charts. Um, all right, watching Uber, watching Lyft, they trade together. They are related. Yep, Lyft too. Uh, what jumps out to me in the Lyft chart? Anything? Go to a daily. No, Not, these candles are so. Looks like big. it's gonna hit. Just hit thirty eight, thirty eight fifty three. Kissed the level right there. Now we'll see if we get a bounce. Forty-seven. Holy it's piercing. Crap. Here, yeah, they, there is some heavy selling pressure. Oh, we are yeah. at yeah. We, we are at yesterday's low right now in Uber. We are right there. Crazy. <laughs> wow. This is this is so this is such a rare occurrence for a stock a company of this size to for the stock to halt midday. During the investor day, on on a news pending code, just, this doesn't this does not happen very often. 
Let's keep that's I'm gonna keep my Uber and my Lyft on, on the screen at the same time. Um and, and let's just watch them trade together here for a minute. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Uber we're now down to where we Oof. were on Wednesday. I'm sorry, Tuesday. Uh, there's that big move. At first, like right after it opened, it hadn't made a it was kind of hanging out for a second. I mean, we're, we're back now. We're down into Tuesday's candle on Uber, yesterday's candle on Lyft. Wow. So, so, the, so the lowering prices is that we we can't listen to the call obviously because we're we're doing this. But um, someone in the chat got. Let me go back to Twitter. Oh boy. I've never really understood like the business model. I like give them credit for creating a new industry, right? But I've never really understood like the entire model depends on basically people because it's, it's not it's not a viable it, it, basically like it, it's a side hustle, right? Yeah. That's what Uber and Lyft is. It's a side hustle. So the entire model depends on people's desire to take on a side hustle or to like screw just to kill time in retirement right if you're like retired and you want to like kill some time and make some money um oh look at that bounce man nice bounce that was wicked wicked bounce easier to see on the one minute chart i'm on the let's go to the one minute chart wicked bounce there they both just turned anyone who bought at that 3850 pierce level man easy almost dollar here holy cow yeah that's what's so fun about these markets i mean like all these uh, especially with the earnings some of these stocks have moved like I mean, what was 20, 30, 40%? We saw uh, Snapchat up 60% after its earnings. I mean, the that moves have just been insane over the past two, three, two, three weeks. Wow, Darren says you bought a 3815. Nice, good job. Uh, I, there, I am still not, like, super convinced. I don't know if I understand what the news is here, to be honest with you guys. Uh, I saw something saying uh, Morgan Stanley reduced its stake in Uber uh, over the last year by about 9.7 million shares. Morgan Stanley reported today it currently owns 100 million shares of Uber, representing 5.2% of the company. See, we have a bunch of headlines here in Pearl, but I, I, I can't understand which of these is the is the meaningful one. And if I don't understand the news... Yeah, I, thanks, Randy. Uh, if, if I don't understand what the what the catalyst is, then I then no touchy for me, because I, I just don't... I don't have a good sense here. Anyway, yeah, we just went flat. Well, we're still red for the day, but wicked bounce! Holy moly, <laughs> that's 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 violent. Um, oh, that's interesting, BZ Tokyo. I didn't know that. He says like uh, Uber, Uber is uh, like the, like the taxi companies use Uber. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you got to um, think that Uber, the 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 ultimate goal of Uber is autonomous, right? I mean, that that's got to be what they're thinking. That's where they get to profitability. I don't know if they'll ever really get to yeah, profitability. I know, but in order for them to autonomous. get there, somebody somebody has to has to develop that first. Shout out Elon. I mean, yeah. easier said, easier said. Come on, than Elon, done. what the heck are you doing over here? Let's get going easier, here. Easier easier said than done. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, this is a good time to mention that uh, there is a new uh mini series uh debuting actually i think on paramount plus i think this goes full circle uh about uber it stars of jo joseph gordon levitt as uh travis uh kalanak was that his name 
see the founder and the CEO who got ousted a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, JGL plays him. Um, and if you're into that sort of thing, you should check out. The show is called Super Pumped. Oh, it's on Showtime. Su- Super Pumped. Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays the former Uber CEO. Tells the story of that company. Check it out. I know I'll be watching. Well, you know who owns Showtime, right? CBS. So, CBS. Uh, yeah. Hey, and Viacom. Yeah. All right. Here, here's the situation. Um, I have to hop off for a quick phone call, Aaron. So can you, like, yeah, run with this? Let's do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Gareth, it's been a pleasure to chat, as always. Definitely. Always a pleasure. All right, Gareth. Um, let's go ahead and let's see you. Oh, uh, shout out to Nate in the chat saying he load some Uber calls. Um, I'm just... Well, let's see in the chat what everyone's watching, what stocks you guys are trading out there, see if anyone's got any questions. We can look up some charts and anything else that you're uh, interested in that we haven't covered yet. Yeah. Gareth would love to look at. Looks like markets are bouncing up a little bit after that nasty little retrace. Yeah, good move. NASDAQ, I mean, amazing. You know, yields, I think, you know, we haven't talked about yields yet, but yields hitting 2% off that crazy read on headline CPI. Um Nuts, man. The Fed has really boxed us in here. Yeah, uh, well, and we saw this a couple days ago where actually the bond yields on the 10-year ticked higher, I think, to to its highest point since 2019. But tech was still trading higher. So it was good to see, uh, you know, the Qs and NASDAQ show some resiliency in the face of uh, some bond hikes, which in the past have have been detrimental for the the prices of, of tech shares. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because that, that is a disconnect, right? I mean, the idea is that higher yields should be hurting tech, but they, it hasn't recently. So that's a good sign for tech. Question is, you know, how much higher do yields go? Um, yeah, that's a good question. You know, we did hit some pretty good support here on the uh, queues uh, about a week and a half ago. And I love showing this chart here, folks, for those of you out there. But you can see basically how the midpoint. So if you look at these parallel lines, perfectly parallel, Basically, after COVID, the dip in March, we touched that low. And then from there on, we were in this upper range from the midpoint up. And then we touched it again here. And now the idea I'm thinking is that the Qs want to go back to that midpoint here before they start selling off again, Um, which means we still have a little bit more upside potentially on the markets before that happens. But um, yeah, yeah. And I've I've got a couple names that have been making moves that I've been watching. Um, Upstart. Uh, UPST, yeah. Got beaten down, uh, got to a point where, and if you look at it over the past just couple days, I mean, it's made a, a nice, um, let's see, 20% move this week. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? I just want to say that, folks. I mean, you know, we've been in a market for the last whatever years where it's been grinding up, which has been great. But, you know, we're in a market where stocks are moving 20 to 30%. And we're talking large caps, like billion, multi-billion dollar companies, 20 to 30% in a week. It's incredible. Like SE, I mean, I was in this one with my group here. This went from $120 basically two weeks ago to $170. I mean, incredible. The volatility, well, uh, if you're a swing trader, it is just gold right now. Let's check out Asana. Asana's up almost 50% over the last week. I mean, this was one uh, on oh, Wednesday. Wow. It was up 10%. And then yesterday it was up 10%. Now it's up 13% today. I, I can't even remember the last time I've seen a stock have, uh, especially like you said, I mean, this is a $13 billion company, have three yeah. consecutive days where it's trading 10% higher uh, than <laughs> the previous close. Uh, but on something like this, I mean, how? I mean, 
you could go in and, and try to play it up here to that previous resistance. But I mean, it's like at, at some point you got to say, okay, 30% in three days is, is too much. And then yeah. look, look for a pullback. Yeah. And a couple, I mean, one thing I would pay attention to this little pivot high before the latest downshift that's coming right in around 70 bucks. So that'll be a little resistance. And then if it gets through there, you got, you know, $80 resistance and eventually gap fill, but you know, definitely coming into this $70 level looks like decent resistance there. But incredible, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about, let's see. I see someone, uh, Zen Bullish in the chats talking about Baba. Oh, yeah. I've been a big fan Baba. of Chinese stocks. I think I've even talked with you guys about it in past interviews. And oh, I, yeah. I love charts like this, man. I mean, this is, this is you know, it's kind of the scariest of charts, but this is also where the best opportunities to me are. You know, you look at a chart like this and, you know, all it has to do is break over this trend line. It's It's off to the races probably back to $200 a share. And again, one thing investors should remember is that over the last even 10 years, because of the Fed being so lenient and money printing happy, money has just come from overseas. You know, So foreign money has come to invest in the US. Domestic money has invested in the US. And a lot of fund managers are very underweight China, South America, and un other areas. And the idea is as the Fed gets more hawkish and the, the monetary policy isn't as good, money is going to go to the other, you know, kind of other areas of the globe where it's still very attractive. And China is one of those. Now, obviously, you have the regulatory issue that we have to watch. But but again, you know, at these levels, I mean, yeah, I bet you're looking at, I mean, Alibaba, again, market cap compared to Amazon, you know, what is it, a 600 or $300 billion market cap now, Amazon's multi-trillion. And then you look at the potential consumers of 1.5 billion Chinese. It's It's remarkable, the potential for Alibaba you know, out there. Yeah. And I mean, this, the, it, the potential has been there. It's just been a fact that it's still been out of favor, but I think we, I mean, it, lo looking at the chart, right. I mean, it's, it's like, we, we still need to see some strength coming back to the upside before we can say, okay, we've, we've fully reversed, but it looks like at least at a point we may have stopped going down. So that's where I'm, um, yeah. you know, I think this gets really interesting trying to play it back up to like 180, 200, especially if it gets back up to 145, 150. I agree. I agree. I think I think once it takes out this downsloping trend line, and by the way, you know, I'll just throw this out there, folks, but does this does this looks familiar, this kind of steep downsloping trend line with a little baseline here? And I want to show you something else here. Let's go to um, Bitcoin's chart. And what did we just see on Bitcoin? Bear with me as I bring that up. And look at Bitcoin. You had the same kind of chart, right? Steep down sloping trend line. You know, this one was angled slightly, you know, connecting. But ultimately, look what Bitcoin did. So just throwing it out there. Patterns tend to repeat in the stock market. That's why I'm, I'm a technician, a technical, you know, trader. And I see the, the kind of similarities. And again, doesn't mean it's going to happen now or tomorrow or next week. But at some point, you would expect that the Alibaba to do this type of move, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, and I mean that's why, like right now, like say I had a thousand dollars sitting in a pile, and I was trying to get all into Uber and it, or not Uber, Baba. I would start building a position here. I wouldn't yeah. throw it all in right here in case it does um, dip. I know uh, we had some news on Monday that uh, Alibaba registered shares in the U.S. and it looked like SoftBank may be selling their position, um, which honestly, I mean, at this point. At the time when that news came out, Baba was trading down like 5%. Like, so it may be priced in at this point, even if the news does come out. But if it does come out and the stock does drop 10% down to uh, $110, I, 
then it becomes even then i'm like okay then i'll definitely build my position down yeah. here so that's the only real cat and i think the i think baba does report earnings uh next week maybe this week i thought i thought it might have been this week already but let me double check it's, it keeps getting pushed back it was expected to be this week now it's expected february 24th it looks like oh interesting yeah, I'm actually seeing it on Earnings Whispers February 18th, so who knows which one's right. But Yeah, I mean, um, that's what that's one of those ones that I saw it on it was on Nasdaq's website that they were reporting oh, last week. And I was like, oh, Baba's yeah. today. I didn't know that. And then it, I looked on my brokerage and it was like, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? But yeah, very cool stuff. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those. And, you know, some of these Chinese stocks have been ripping. Like if you take a look at, you know, we were talking about big moves, but, you know, this IQ, which is basically the Netflix of China, it was a $3.30 stock you know, a week ago, week and a half ago, and here it is at 470 or so. So, I mean, percentage-wise, just huge moves. But if then if you zoom out on the chart, I mean, look at look at the potential upside. You know, if this were even just a retrace to, let's say, a pivot point right here, you're talking about a $7.5, $7 stock from 465 And again, you know, everyone needs to understand the risks of investing in Chinese stocks with, de you know, delisting potentials and all that kind of stuff. So, so it should never be a big percentage of your portfolio, in my opinion. But, but I mean, there, the reward is certainly there if you're willing to take the risk. Got it. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. We, we've talked about this a couple of times we've been on, right? The, the potential yeah. for some of these Chinese names. And, uh, you know, that was probably, start, you know, a few months ago when they were still going down. But now you look at a lot of the names and they've, you know, at least seemed to have bottomed out, have stopped going down for now. Yeah. And one of the things I like, I kind of remind myself to do is like, like here's the Hang Seng the the stock market the hang Seng index and you know you look at the u.s stock market and it has gone vertical right i mean you're out you're, you're just making new all-time highs until really december january and non-stop for the last god knows how many years but then you look at the hang Seng market which has is still trading at the same levels it was trading at in 2013 and the idea is it's like okay well eventually investors big money is going to start to look for where the next bull market is and if it's not in the u.s where could it be? And, and you, you're definitely looking like the Hang Seng stuff like that makes a lot of sense to have the next big run. Yeah. And I mean, there's other, uh, like I was looking at an India emerging markets ETF, you mm -hmm. know, there's some other ones that are, that are interesting right now too. Um, but all right, Gareth, uh, any other, you know, stocks on, on your radar that you're watching right now that you want to go through before we wrap up here? Uh, I, I think really that's about it. I mean, I continue to like Facebook in the short term. I think, again, it popped yesterday. It was the most old, oversold since its debut, so it got a nice pop. But I still think there's more upside, at least until around 245. Um, I, I'm in the TWOU, not going very well right now, but we'll see where it is later today. And again, valuation metrics make, me, make that attractive as a swing trade, I think. Um, but aside from that, yeah, it's fun to just watch the whippiness in this market. I was in the the QID earlier today for just a quick trade uh, as the NASDAQ did pull back um, off of that kind of move back to the flat line, got out of that. But it's been it's been a fun market. And I just want everyone to just, you know, have a game plan going into trading. Remember that. Don't go in blind. You want to know what you're doing, what you're setting up, know your position sizes so that you don't mess up. Because this market is great if you know what you're doing. But I think you'd agree uh, that if you if you don't, it can take your money real quick. Yeah, and I mean, it's been so fun as a trader, like the past couple of weeks, just the volatility we've had. You know, we talked about it for some of these big um, billion dollar moves or billion dollar companies. We've seen 20, 30% moves in single days. Yeah. So, you know, I, 
again, like you said, you need to know what you're doing because otherwise you can just get, get hit in these markets. But um, yeah, thank you as always, Gareth, for coming on the show. Love having you. Folks can find more from you at inthemoneystocks.com. Anywhere else? Any you know, Twitter or anything? Uh, yeah, Twitter at Gareth Soloway, my handle right there, my at my first name, last name. That's great there. I post charts up there. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's always fun to come on. All right, beautiful, Gareth. Enjoy the rest of your day. Me too. All right, y'all. That was Gareth Soloway from In The Money Stocks. Go ahead and give him a follow on, on Twitter. Uh, check out the website. I got a special guest here with me now. You ready? Double laptops. Let's go. What is going on, producer? AB? What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Woo! We're back at it. We are ready to rip. Let's do it. All right, all right. Where do you want to start? Give, give me one to start with, and then I got a couple tickers that I want to talk about as well. Okie dokie. Well, so we just had this hot news out on Uber. Did you see that? Uh, I did not. What is it? So the CFO came out and adjusted EBITDA, or adjusted guidance right after um, the company reported earnings yesterday, two days ago. Okay. Stocks trading down. Uh, look at this chart. This chart's wacky. All right, let's see it. Pulling up my Benzinga Pro. I'm logging into my Benzinga Pro as well. Two-week free trial. Yeah, and this is stuff like this is why you guys need this because we had the uh, headline on here, and Charles on the audio squawk would have told you, you know, the stock has halted, why it's halted. Um, but, yeah, so right before the halt, we were at... Maybe nobody can hear me. Oh. Yep. Rohan? Someone? I'll just talk loud. Yeah. Um... Is that better? Is that loud enough or no? <laughs> Go away, Spencer. Uh, Luke, where's Roha? Luke's mic's not working, apparently. Oh, here. Let's see if we can adjust it on here. No, I don't need to adjust anything. All right. I'll, I'll keep going for now. So either way, Uber stock trading at about $42 before the news came out. Now it's all the way down to, let's go to a, let's go to a five-minute chart. Um, down at $38. So Lyft is trading with Uber, as they often do. Uh, Lyft's actually down more than Uber, so that's surprising. Lyft down about 4%. Wait, down. you didn't see what the news was. Oh, they gave intraday guidance. They, yeah, they adjusted their guidance after the company reported earnings like two days ago, which I don't know. If you, if you report earnings, then you got to come out the, the day later, two days later, and say, yeah, we weren't right. Here are the real numbers. Probably not a great sign. Yeah, that's brutal. Let's dig into the financials for a second, Producer AB, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're looking at a, a market cap now of what? Let's see. Market cap of $15 billion. No, 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 that's not right. $75 Oh, sorry, billion. I was looking at Lyft. Uber? $75 billion, I got it. 78 Okay, they have plenty of cash on the balance sheet, $6.5 billion. Just look at the cash burn. Nope, positively cash flowing. Uh, let me make sure operating cash, yeah. Even cash flowing, maybe not not any sort of crazy swing one way or another. Yeah, five billion a quarterly revenue. That's a little bit tough. Yeah, I, I this is a company that I love to hate. I do not like Uber as I don't either. I don't like the business model. I don't. I don't think it's ever been profitable. I've I've never traded Uber. I, I wouldn't be dip buying in this one right now. Oh, your mic. Oh, do I sound so way better. better? Way better. Am I louder? You just sound way better. Whatever was done right there. Okay, that'll do it. Sorry for everyone who's who who bared with us, bore with us. 
All right, can we go to Bitcoin for a second here? Yeah. I, I see yeah. Tony from Toledo talking about clean spark up 23%. Minor news. G- give me a daily chart on Bitcoin if you don't mind. Let's do it. BTC, the one and only. All right, here, here's what I want to look at this one now. Yeah, zoom in, zoom way in. Give me like a two weeks worth of candles. Keep going, keep zooming, keep zooming. Wait, are your candles literally not filled? I, I don't know. Spencer had me make my background white, and it screwed everything up. Holy crap. Here, let's do... Oh, hollow can't... There we go. There we go. All right, keep, zoom zoom me a little bit more, because it's still a little bit tough to see. But but if, if you look back two, two three days ago, uh, look, look, look at the wick, the top of that candle. Uh, we are sitting right at that previous high on, on Bitcoin. Look how many green candles there are in a row in Bitcoin. One, two, three, four, five, six... Six green days in a row on Bitcoin. Uh, the 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 crypto is right now right at where it previously got rejected when it tried to make a high. I, I think that if we get a break above that, and that's one that I'm watching right now live while we're, while we're on this show, uh, Bitcoin has some room to run. What what's the next sticking point? We, we got a couple double highs right around fifty two thousand. That's a lot of room in there. Uh, I- any opinions on Bitcoin? I want to throw this one out to the group. This is not like a long-term 10-year thesis type play on Bitcoin. This is a swing trade on Bitcoin. Anybody like it, drop the one. If not, drop the two. want to see where everybody is at on this one. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Look, I think we get past 46 right now, 46,000. We've got room to run to at least 50 where we run into more resistance. So like you said, I mean, just incredible strength shown in bitcoin and of course that trickles down to the rest of crypto market uh six green candles in a row and i mean bitcoin took a hit this morning on the inflation data and then uh has since come back with everything else so good to see that price action after that dip this morning all right now i'm warmed up ab let's go it took me a second should we go more tickles tickers Tickers. we we want want trades or we want stock picks we want trades or stock picks um I, I I got I got some sound stock picks. I got some sound trades, and I have Give one YOLO five. stock tr- stock pi- stock pick. Let's start Yolo. with a trade. Start with the trade. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, I, I've got three that are potentials right now. Let me just check the day action on them. That looks decent. That looks okay. All right. Let Let's do it. Swing trade time. Okay, this is going to be a boring name. This is not going to be an exciting name. It's not going to be something that surprises any of you. But but give, give me FB, Producer AB. FB? Yep, give me Facebook, Meta, whatever you want to call it these days. Uh, check it out. Okay, a C- couple things going on here. All right, Facebook, it, it looks like the bottom may be in, and that is a massive gap to fill. Okay, we, we had a, a really, really nice green day on Facebook yesterday. We're seeing the continuation of it today. I typically like to look for three days, three green candles, but but today is maybe the day. I don't know. Uh, if, if it were to break below that previous low, a little bit below two, 220, maybe it's 215 or so, that's when I'd be bouncing out of the position. But this might be the swing trade time time for Facebook. It looks like the bottom may be in. We, we have two days of green candles. We're trading a little bit off the high of the day today, which I don't love. Um, but, but, but again, two, two green daily candles. Uh, and then if you want to go to more of the fundamental macro thesis side of things, you, you have a stock that, that's, that's growing quickly, right? They, they, the stock sold off on guidance. That guidance still puts it as the second or the third best quarter in company history. Um, 
It's nicely, nicely, nicely cash flowing. And think about this. If we're in for more market volatility, Facebook is going to be a flight to safety stock. I'm just telling you that. We, we think about what are these flight to safety stocks? Facebook is going to be one of those old tech, consistently cash flowing flight to safety stocks. Uh, when, 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 you, when you have the opportunity where the stock is down, what, 60% maybe from, from where it was, uh, not halved, uh, but 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 pretty darn close off of its high. I'm sorry, down 40 percent, uh, not 60. I got, I got my my six and my 40 mixed up. Um, I think that it gives you a decent chance on Facebook. Did the last guest just say that too? Say what? Facebook. He, he yeah, like Facebook. He, he, he liked Facebook too at this level. Fine. So similar setup. PayPal. Then go over to PayPal. Ticker PYPL. We talked about this one on the show last week. Uh, I was watching it. I had not gotten into it yet because I wanted to see a couple days of green candles. Similar sort of setup in PayPal. PayPal, again, nicely cash flowing, nice margins. The stock's now trading at about five times price to sales. Uh, If the bottom is in, which it may be, two green candles, trading a little bit off of the high today, uh, PayPal could be interesting for a swing trade as well. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, the thing with Facebook is even, even if you say, okay, Facebook is dead, it's losing users, whatever. I mean, WhatsApp and Instagram are huge, and you have the growing Oculus side of the business. Like, I th- and I think, like you said, Luke, if we get into more turbulent times of the market, this, I mean, Facebook right now is trading at a, okay, five point five point five and a half price to sales, so maybe a little expensive, but PE of, of eighteen. So, um, at some point, some of these growth stocks become value plays once they're a massive enough That's company. That's what I'm like- saying. Facebook is going to be a flight to safety stock. Let, let's do one more on the swing trade front. This is one that I'm actively in right now. Take your NFLX, Netflix. Uh, bought the dip on this one. Got really lucky. We, we filled somewhere right around 355. Had a great bull run. Bill Ackman got in the stock. We, we liked it on valuation. Uh, then, then we had the, the founder of Netflix loading up on $20 million worth of stock. Got another great pop. Since then, uh, it's gotten quite boring, and and you have Netflix consolidating right now. So you're on Daily Candles, Producer AB? Uh, Yeah, let me switch to Daily. There we go. Switch me over to Dailies and zoom me in. Zoom, 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 zoom. Look at that. Look at all that consolidation in there. Yeah. So I'm I'm mixed right now on on how to handle this. The thesis is still true that that I think Netflix is is like a very reasonable um, uh, uh, growth at a reasonable rate type stock. Right, it, it's it's trading similarly again about five times price to sales. Growth is still solid, fifty percent year over year. Um, but but I don't love this chart action. So I I, I want to throw throw this one out to the group. Uh, Netflix, you like it right now or not? Again, I'm in it. I'm I'm, I'm up uh, maybe about fifteen percent or so on the position in the in the past week and a half. I'm doing the the debate in my mind right now whether to to take the win and run or or whether to let it ride. Do you have any initial opinion, AB? And, and I'll throw this one out to the chat. If you guys like Netflix right here, throw me the one. If not, throw me the two. I think your your thesis of it being under like I, I think it, you haven't given enough time to play out yet. So I would say can continue to hold on to it. Maybe set a stop loss. It's at four oh five right now, or maybe don't set a stop loss, but say okay if it gets down to. 375 and it looks ugly i'll sell it for still a, a a slight profit and that's fine um but i would be trying to run this ride this back up to and zooming out on the chart we can see that gap fill is at uh, the crowd doesn't like netflix 511 they don't like the netflix trade mm. sell netflix buy paypal yeah i think pay- paypal is the one i Ooh. think today's the day to buy facebook too and again 
If it breaks that trend, I'm going to hop out of them real quick. Right? We're not picking every single winner. Right? We, I, I still think there's a decent chance that we're wrong. But if we're right, we have so much room to be right. And if we can be wrong and cut our losses quickly, I think that's the way to handle it. This this has been insane. So I think it was last time you were on, we were looking at the insider buys on Asana. We talked about that with Reed. Uh, yeah, you called that one out. ASAN. Yeah, ASAN. We have 10% moves the past three days. It's up 30% this week. So somebody's saying Square, too. Tony from Toledo likes Square. Here's the thing I don't love about Squares. I don't love all the crypto uh, uh, volatility that you get in the Square. Look at this weekly candle on Asana. All right. Oh, I'm yep. mousing over it. It says four, up 44% this week alone. So just an That's insane crazy. move. Do you hit that with options? I did not. I have just a common stock right now. I wish I would have hit options in it. But, uh, I mean, looking at the chart, and we talked about this Garrett Salway, too. It looks like we could run into some resistance here at 70. But if we get past it, our next level is like 80. So that's still on the table. I still like that. Um, pulling up a stock like Roku, making a great move today, up 7.5%. This chart looks really good. I want to, I, I'm looking at swing trading Roku back up with some options. Uh, another stock that is always fun to trade options on, Upstart. Oh, my God. Um, Disaster. So Upstart, yeah, I mean, look at it's this. It's been brutal. The stock has gone down from about 400 all the way to uh, lows at 80. But like Roku, like Asana, like some of these other tech stocks that are more uh, kind of growth, they're not as established as your Facebooks, Apples that have just gotten beaten down, drawn down like 50, 60, 70%, having a really good week this week. So, I mean, Luke, looking at this upstart chart, what do you think here? I don't know, man. I like the business. <laughs> Free money. I like the business. I think it's tough. All right. Well, I haven't seen enough yet. It's still an expensive stock. I bet a firm is moving. Also, what happened to our ceiling can? It just goes to like a, a ghost man now? It's uh, That's Rohan's desk. So we just don't have a producer right now? Um, we have He's the, in the bathroom? Yeah. We've got this. We've got Elon. Okay. We should do a check-in on Tesla, speaking of Elon. I have no clue how Tesla's doing it. Oh, wow. It's completely flat. Look how boring Tesla's been this past week. It's flat. Yeah. Um, all right, chat. Let us know what stocks you guys. Hey, I are got watching. more. You want more? Yeah. I got until twelve thirty. Spencer said. Spencer said I have five more minutes. All right, let's keep ripping through them. All right. So, so, so those those were a couple swing trades. So I said I had some swing trades. Uh, I am gonna get long uh, definitively Facebook and PayPal today. Just just putting that out there. Facebook and PayPal. Those are two swing trades. I'm gonna try to take for a run. Netflix. I might bail on. Haven't made up my mind yet. Let's get into stock picking world. Okay. Uh, what's something that's almost inevitable, especially given that damn CPI reading today, producer AB? What's something that's almost inevitable? Uh, almost inevitable. rate hikes. Yep, I was, yep. I was going to say that I have to go to the bathroom at some point today, but also interest rate hikes. Um, who's the benefactor from interest rate hikes? Uh, banks, JP Morgan. Banks. Okay, those are boring. Let's not talk about the boring banks. Let's talk about some more interesting banks, okay? Whenever we talk about bank stocks, financial people think XLF, that's the ETF. They think Morgan Stanley, they think Bank of America, they think JP Morgan. What about the small banks? There, there are hundreds and hundreds of publicly traded small bank stocks, right? These are banks that, that could be in your community. They have 10, 15 branches. They are not the mega banks like a JP Morgan, okay? They're, they part- primarily participate in small business lending, uh, personal banking, commercial banking, etc. 
Okay, they don't have their big investment banking decisions divisions. They don't have their sales and trading divisions. I mean, these are banks. Like when you think about your typical bank, you used to draw banks in, high, in elementary school. That's what we're talking about right now. There are hundreds of these. Here's here's my thesis on it. Okay, as banks become more cash flowing, which will happen as a result of, of interest rates going up. Uh, these these larger banks, these J.P. Morgans of the world, and the regional banks will become more acquisitive. They're going to be looking for other companies to acquire, to to add to their customer list, to to add to their loan list, to add to their assets under management, etc. And and so I sort of like some of these small community banks. And, and we we have a, a bank analyst here. His name is Tim Melvin. If you want to look him up, Tim Melvin. Uh, who, who is incredibly skilled in analyzing the quality of the loans that these community banks have, right? Basically, he goes through, sorts through all these hundreds of community banks, says which ones have strong loan profiles and could be great acquisition targets by, by some of these regional banks. Um, and, and so the thesis here is, is twofold now. You, you have these small banks, which are going to do well and become more cash flowing as interest rates increase. And then also, as, as they're, they're larger uh, peers become even more cash flowing, they could be looking at some of these community banks as acquisition targets. So, so I don't have any of these right now yet, Producer AB. It's a space that I'm looking at, uh, but, but I'll drop you three names uh, out there for the chat. They're ticker ASRV, Alpha Sandy, Romeo, Victor. NSTS, November Sandy, Tango Sandy, and WVFC, Whiskey, Victor, Fox, Charlie. Somebody help the chat out and drop those tickers in the chat. Tim has a whole list of 15 of them. Again, if you you look him up, Tim Melvin, um, he's got a full list of them. It's great, but he's had this thesis for a while, and now that we see that the rate hikes are pretty much inevitable, I really like his, his community bank thesis. We had ASRV, NSTS, what was the third one? WVFC, Whiskey, Victor, Foxtrot, Foxtrot, Charlie. Beautiful. Just drop those in the chat. Um, Yeah, I I think that's a a sound thesis. I will say the one thing about some of these uh, more boring stocks, right, whether we're talking J.P. Morgan, whether we're talking um, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, uh, Stiefel. Stiefel is one that I I think is interesting, too, right now. Um, A little biased because it's a a St. Louis bank where I grew up. I knew – Got some some peeps that work over at Stiefel, but uh, Stiefel, the chart looks unreal. Trading right at 52-week highs, what you want to see. You've got strength in the stock. Um, Stiefel, a little bit different, but um, you have strong dividends in these stocks, Luke. So in, in these times of uncertainty, you know, going to these financial stocks where you're also going to get a strong dividend and their share prices may can perform well, it's a win-win. Yeah, you got a really nice double double top in there as well. Right around eighty three bucks. In uh Stiefel? Yeah, ticker SF. Well you don't want a double top, but if we get through it. Yeah, you get through it. You're not far. Yeah. Um, Less than a dollar. What about away. the last one I'll bring up right now, which this, this Wait, what's the dividend? So you're Stiefel getting... doesn't have as as great of a dividend as some of the other thirty cents a quarter. So dollar twenty so that makes the yield what then? Two percent ish? Not horrible. Um not, not amazing, but not horrible. Yeah. No, Stiefel, it, it's going to be more growthy than some of your other names. So I don't. So the the dividend's not going to be as strong. Um, but you know who does? Who just increased their dividend? A special dividend coming uh, either this week or next. No, Blackstone. I think Blackstone looks really interesting right now. Chart looks really okay, good. Okay, so that's ticker BX. BX. Wow. Yeah, there's some strength on this chart. Yeah, and and we still have. 
Uh, it looks like 150 is our previous like all-time high. So I'm playing this back up to 150, and then right around there, I think we'll, we'll see some resistance. But if we get through 150, then I'm looking for an even bigger breakout. And uh, wait, they're paying a dollar forty-five a quarter, dude. Well, no, they. I don't even think that's. I don't even think. Uh, I think they're doing a special one this quarter that's even higher. So I think Damn. heading into the dividend date, we're going to continue seeing strength. Um, but yeah, good dividend. I mean, the company makes money. There was yeah, good- stocks at high of the day too. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. All uh, right. With that, producer AB, I got to hop off. Right. So Tony from Toledo is asking about Voyager. V-Y-G-V-F. I have not, to, to be honest, I have not looked at Voyager in quite a while. I mean, the, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can talk about, like, Bitcoin, right? We talked about Bitcoin earlier. Bitcoin leads the charge here. I think that Bitcoin looks nice right now. Um but I have not done like my my typical fundamental deep dive on Voyager like I used to do back in the day in quite a while. So I'm due. I'm overdue. All right, we'll put that on the list for next week. Uh, all right. Yeah, I didn't one? even get to my Yolo stock pick. All I right. have one Yolo potential. No, we'll save it for next week. One Yolo potential ten bagger, major Yolo. It's a zero or it's a ten. All right. Like so we'll save that for next Thursday. We'll save it. Noon sharp, Spencer. Noon sharp. Two hours next Thursday. That's me. Everyone, smash the like for Mr. Jacoby. Subscribe to the channel if you have not already. And there's Spencer Israel coming back in. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Blackstone, Blackstone's dividend one forty-five per quarter. Not bad. It's not bad. I I uh, I've been listening to a podcast. I'm not finished with it yet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's called the. Whoa! Damn it. The podcast is called Business Breakdowns. It's a pretty good podcast. I'm listening to the Blackstone episode right now. Dude, they're um, crazy. They're in so many different things. So, so fun fact about Blackstone, it was founded by uh, the former CEO of Lehman Brothers. Well, co-founded. Steven Schwartzman was not the CEO, but uh, he was the co-founder. And then the other guy, whose name I don't remember, uh, was the co-founder. or so, Sorry, was the CEO of Lehman Brothers, and he got fired. He got pushed out. And so after he got pushed out, this is in the mid-80s, him and Steven Schwartzman were like, hey, let's just go into business together. Let's start doing some leverage buyouts. It was the 80s after all, and that's how they uh, – that's, that's as far as I'm up to in this podcast. Fuck yeah. Who doesn't, who doesn't love some good leverage buyouts? So um, has anyone ever read the book uh, Enemies at the Gates? It's been on my reading list for a very long time. I never have. No, but it. I was going to say real quick before we – Or no, barbar- sorry, Barbarians. I say Enemies at the Gates? That's a movie. Barbarians at the Gates. I was going to say uh, other other news with Blackstone that was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, no. Bought. Well, why? Oh, no. I don't know. He's he's busy. On, he's busy this weekend. He bought his uh, record. He bought Death Row Records back. He bought the rights for Death Row Records, which was being held by Blackstone. Oh, I didn't know that. Kind of Sweet. a win-win for everyone. He gets uh Andrew, Andrew P is asking, isn't Blackstone investing in crypto exchanges? Probably. I'm sure they're investing they, in everything. They're, 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 they're everywhere. They're um, not going to miss out on, on a no. potential merge, emerging uh, market. That's no. for sure. I, I, I want to talk about the, mu- the music thing, but, the, but after our next segment here, we got to talk biotech. It's that time of the week. We have Vivi, the bio queen, with us now. Um, oh, speaking of... Um, should I bring her on the show? Yeah, bring her on the show. But when, when you were looking for a stock to trade on Spencer's big trade that day... Yeah? 
Yeah. I told you Moderna was looking interesting. It's, it had a nice move yesterday since then. So. All right, let's ask Vivi about Moderna. What's up, Vivi? How we doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. What do you think about Moderna? Actually, all the vaccine stocks are getting punished. Um, I don't know. I mean, people realize that, that one... Omicron wasn't that that big and 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 yeah. and it's just uh I don't know we're building some uh, herd immunity. I don't think I would have touched um vaccine stocks until we have a different strain coming in, maybe in the mm. winter again, you know. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I just I wouldn't touch it for now. So okay. and I think I and I think that's the problem too with all the, the treatment stocks, you know, like uh, Gilead with Redemsivir. People are not really dying in the hospital anymore because of the vaccine. So um we just need to know what's going on with the next strain. Hey. I, guys, in terms of like a second generation mRNA, I really like um the um Gritstone Pharma on uh, their um vaccine uh for a Wait, what's what's the What's the ticker on that guy? It's GRTS. GRTS. Okay. Grit, Gritstone Bio. Yeah, they have a really good vaccine uh, that was uh, covering all strains. You know, because with the Omicron, yeah, you're reducing hospital uh, hospitalization, but you're not really reducing uh, infection, right? It's spreading like a wildfire. So they're going to have to come up with the better vaccines, um, not the case of Moderna, not the case of Pfizer. They're talking about now a four booster shot. That's ridiculous. Wait, yeah. wait, whatever, whatever happened to the Pfizer's pill? Did that ever get approved? Remember that? Remember Pfizer had that COVID pill that was supposed to, it was, it was a treatment pill. It was supposed to reduce hospitalizations by whatever, like, hey, like 50%. It was isn't going to be like. Isn't that a Merck one? I thought it was on Pfizer. Oh, shoot. Wait, maybe. Oh, wait, wait. Maybe you're right. It might be Merck. Well, Merck or Regeneron also has a cocktail of drugs. Yeah, I, I got the Regeneron when I had COVID. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Merck. That was supposed to be like, like the death now to the vaccines because nobody was going to get vaccines anymore if, if you could take a pill that was going to decrease your hospitalization by, by, by 50%. Um, but I don't know. Whatever happened with that? Anyway, yeah, Pfizer does have one. Thank you. Um, uh, or maybe they both have one. Uh, okay. What else is on your radar here, Vivian? So Anything, I, any new, new, new names for us today? Cause if ever, everybody stuck with me in the show, they would have been huge on BCRX. So we, we hit the 52 week high on BCRX. And I think that's deserving of, uh, mentioning, you know, BCRX. All right. That's, that's had a really good week actually here, Vivian. Let's give you a, uh, let's give you a, a very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I've been pounding the table here since you have been since four dollars and fifty cents. I believe this is a hundred dollar a stock minimum. Uh, if they become their own monster and rare diseases, there'll be a two hundred dollar stock. But the fair value here is twenty five to twenty seven dollars. We need a five billion market cap to be a true value. So there's still a really, really good upside. Hence why BCRX is doing so well right now. So uh, they, uh, their drug, Orladeo, it's, it's uh, projected to be a billion-dollar drug. So um, they're going to do $122 million this year. Uh, they have ER coming up on February 23rd. No, so that's why it's getting a lot of love today. February 23rd, 
earnings. That's two weeks, two weeks from yesterday. So uh, it'll be a good uh, in the money calls if they're cheap enough. They'll probably be a really good buy here too. Let's go to, let's go to a monthly. We are at a holy cow. We are at a what is that? A sixteen year high. That's a sixteen year high in BCRX right now. Holy moly! Well. My biggest, my big, my portfolio is very up today because it's my biggest, my biggest holding uh, is BCRX. You know I'll what, Vivi? I'll give you credit where credit is due. You're not always right, but you've been pounding the table on this one for since I don't know a year and a half now since you've been coming out with us. So, um, so I want also to tell you guys another good one is um, I've been pounding the table, but it's been a lot of delays. Is SCNS? Um, I just bought okay. leaps, six dollar leaps. I bought for July because uh, they're being um, you know, the chart looks good and they've been uh, waiting for the approval of their um, disrupted, uh, disruptive uh, blue uh, monitor, uh, glucose monitor that's going to be approved for 180 days instead of a 90 days um, is already approved in Europe. I have uh, no issues. This is going to be approved and this is going to be huge because you don't have to be switching out of the kid's arm, you know, every 90 days. It's like stays there. Um, safety issue has been proven uh, data. It's been flawless in regards to be able to report, you know, data. Because what happened is these kids will go to school and they have this uh, glucose monitor and the parents can monitor from their iPhones, you know, to see if the kids are having any spikes on their um, sugar that's, that's That doesn't already exist. Huh? That, that doesn't already exist. That it does, but not for 180 days. People, oh, okay. parents want a All convenience. Right. They don't have to want to go back in a doctor right. every 30 All days, right. every 90 days. So, um, right. yeah, that's um, there's nothing in approved in the United States for 180 days. Um, another one I want to talk to you guys about that I talked, I spoke to. Um, it's and I think the chart chart is looking really good. I just got it today. Full disclosure: the 71 cents is um, SPPI. So SPPI, it's uh, it's trading under a dollar. Um, it's uh, it's trading under a dollar with 130 million dollar uh, cash. It went down because um, they have a, a really good drug for neutropenia. Neutropenia is what patients have a side effects when they do chemo. And what happened was they didn't approve because it was manufacturing issues. So the plant has to be uh, has to be inspected again. And so they had a meeting with the FDA. There's no clinical trials needed. It's just manufacturing issues. Uh, and they have a two drug approvals this year. And the catalysts are coming soon. So. Um, you know, like I, I told you guys, I don't like to hold for Pedufas anymore, but this will be a good swing. We can get a 20% swing here even before approval. So um, that's one of the ones that I added. It's been very beaten down. Like I told you guys, every biotech is right now, it's being beaten down. You, you probably will be okay just shooting darts at any biotech right now. Wait, Vivi, 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 I have a confession to make. Tell Are you me. ready? Uh-huh. While you were talking just now, I went into my, my, my YOLO portfolio and I bought some BCRX. You did? Aww. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just it's, now. <laughs> so, I mean, just hold that long term. And then if it dips, buy more. Just- it, 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 it's, my, it's my YOLO account. I, I may blow it up. I may just decide to blow it up one day, but BCRX, 16-year uh, high stocks. Right. The, the, there's this natural um, reflex to want to not want to buy stocks that are making new highs uh and and that is 
that that's viable to some extent. A lot of times when you're chasing, you, you end up, you know, you chasing is bad, is bad, but, but by and large, 52 week highs tend to beget more 52 week highs, all time highs tend to lead to more all time highs. Yeah. I could have waited for a pullback here, but this is my YOLO account. It's a very small account. I'm not trying to be that careful with it. Um, but, uh, count me in Vivi. Yeah, you'll be okay on a YOLO account with that one. So you don't even <laughs> have right. if you if I were you, I would just sell everything, put everything on a YOLO account, MBCRX and No no, no. I, I, I'm way too risk averse and, and responsible. You know for that. they say though, they say if you have a high conviction, a way to get rich is not diversifying because you know diversifying <sighs> you might have a lot of I mean, that's what they say. You have a lot of like, oh, who know. is they? Who is they? Is what I want to know. And I was reading an article about that. Like, if you have a high conviction, you have yeah. a better, better, better uh, um, odds of getting richer if you have a high conviction in one stock, one or two, than, you know, putting your portfolio with the 20, 30 stocks where you have your ups and downs and you're just producing seven, eight percent a year, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of a lot more risk, but um, BCRX is thirty percent of my portfolio. So wow, that's a lot. Yeah, anyway, a lot, a lot of data, and I'm very very uh, confident that this is going to be a, a a triple digit stock one day, for sure. All right, um, what else is on your radar? Do you have any any new names for us, or or no, or and if not, if you have any guys, any tickers I for Vivian? name SPPI is a new name SCNS uh it's it's definitely gonna get approved you guys if you guys just want to dig a little bit in SCNS I think this will do be a ten dollar stock easy one day so I got six dollar lip leaps because they they keeping uh a, you know FDA super uh busy um they say it can come any minute but I don't trust so I got July calls just in case there's any more delays because they were supposed to get approval last October and never happened because the FDA is backed up mm. Okay. Um, any 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 tickers for Vivi, guys? Drop them in the chat, please. Uh, and she writes them down. Email me uh, last week, but now I have a, I have a piece of paper. Just tell me, tell them to give me some tickers, and I'll I'll, I'll look into them. Like I told you guys, biotech right now, pretty much you can shoot a dart, and you're gonna make twenty percent. XBI, it's what's the XBI right now? It's not even a hundred dollars yet. It's ninety eight dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. 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 We got we got a few tickers for you. Uh, uh, Tony from Toledo, NSPR. I know that one. I know NSPR. Yeah. NSPR uh, yeah. again was one of the biggest losses in, in my trading. Uh, we we got in too too soon, you know, and unfortunately, um, because we got in too soon, uh, there's no approval in the United States yet. You know, and that's why, um, and that's why, until they don't have approval in the FDA, FDA and have a sales in, in the United States, we're not going to be able to see. You know, we got in too soon. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. What about? Does it do? Sorry, I'm scrolling through the chat. There is one. Oh yeah. What about Biomarin? BMRN. That, that's come up in recent weeks. Yeah, BMRN. I think we've talked about. I think we've talked about that. It's not. Not really. It's a little bit of larger name. It's not not. It's you know, seventeen billion dollar company. So not. I don't know if it's yeah, in your wheelhouse it's, necessarily. Yeah. But, but BMRN, yeah, I mean, you want you want to. I mean, this company is good. Yeah, I think anything that is is a consider a large cap, we're pretty much safe, right? In terms of a, uh, I mean, they all have a, they have their producing revenues. I would have to look at their books to see how well they're doing. But yeah, no, for sure. 
I just I'm looking at here. I bought I bought four fifty seven puts for next week, and I'm I was up yeah I'm up forty four hundred dollars right now. I'm just gonna sell this. Just a second, guys. Go go take those profits. No nobody ever went broke taking profits. Way no, to be. No. Way to be. Jeez. I just lost a thousand dollars trying to close this thing. It this it moves so fast. Okay, oh, guys. That sucks. Okay, yeah. now I just okay now just a second. It's what is this pie gonna do here? You tell me, Spencer. Is it gonna continue to drop? Look at that five minutes. Uh, well, oh hold on. Let, let me let me get on my crystal ball. One second. Hold on. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's not here. It's not here, Vivi. Uh, no? Sorry, okay. I, I, I left Vivi, it at home. Look at the chart. Look at the five minute chart. Okay. Yeah, I did. I'm closing. I'm closing. Okay. I'm sorry, what guys. The, what the hell is going on with the market here? Here, you know, I'll add five minutes to my to my favorites. Why not? Let's go to a five minute chart on this. Okay, I what the just, heck is yeah. going on here? Yeah, the, it, the, no. the market. Oh my god, the market Wait, took a huge jump. Four fifty-three now, sixty-one. Holy moly! In all seriousness, in all seriousness, I'm checking with our news desk right now. Do we actually have anything, or are, are we? Is it, are we just uh, deciding to shut the bed because? Um, Did we uh, have any? I don't know. I'm looking right now. I was sort of. I was. I was caught up. I was not prepared for this. I was. I was looking at the chat for tickers. I didn't even. Um, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. B Bullard speaking right now. Um, Bullard, Bullard is saying uh, what? What happened? It, Bullard just said that the Fed should be open to considering an intermeeting increase. Like in other words, not not waiting. Uh, not not sticking to the meeting schedule to raise rates. Uh, what? Oh they haven't done that. They haven't done that. They haven't done that since two thousand eight. An intermeeting increase. Wow. Oh. It's just dumping, 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 dumping right now. Holy what? Yeah. Th that? How did we go from? Um, yeah, a couple rate hikes to intermeeting increase. Yeah, that's can crazy. we get everyone on the same page here? This, this is why this is why people have problems trusting authority, and there is a lack of trust in our institutions. Can we get everyone on the same page? I understand that everyone everyone on the Fed board is entitled to their own opinion, but like this kind of information is that was not out there. No one has anyone ever in the last whatever in the last year has anyone suggested in in uh going off schedule going off um di diverging from the meeting calendar to do an emergency rate hike has no, anyone suggested that that's nuts <clears throat> that's completely nuts but hey i made a good i made a, i'm up four grand for the day i bought a 457 puts for next week you know because i knew it was just like overextended okay so yeah what, what so are you so, but you gotta hedge your portfolio with some spies, that's for sure. I don't even know. This is ridiculous. It looks so Holy bad. Cow. I don't even that's know. Intermeeting in, in just means so typically when the Fed, you know, uh, changes their policy, they they'll do it in concurrence with their schedule, right? The Fed meet the FOMC, the Federal Open Markets Committee, the meeting that determines our interest rate policy, the committee that determines our interest rate policy. They yeah. meet what what is it like? They meet like eight times a year, something like that. And uh, they will stick to that calendar to make changes, and they'll do the meeting, and they'll talk about it, and then they'll they'll make the change after the meeting or during the meeting, and they'll announce it when the meeting ends. Um, every during the the Great Recession, when 
when when our economy was tanking in real time, they 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 were doing emergency rate cuts. Like they were like, forget the calendar, forget the schedule. We, we're not supposed to meet for a month, but who cares? Cut the rates and cut the rates right now. Uh, what what James Bowler just said, and someone in the chat correct me correct me if I'm wrong, but I. I believe that he is on the FOMC committee. Um, he just basically threw the idea out there of, yeah, what if we didn't wait till March to do a rate hike? Or what if we decided to rate hike in March and again in April? They don't have a meeting in April. They yeah. have a meeting in March and a meeting in June. Right? Is it June or is it May? So I um, so there, that had to be an interrupt. It's because everything went to shit. Like, as we're talking, I'm like, what happened? I have to say, though, BCRX is kind of being a recession proof. It's been holding. Look at that. You bought it and it's still at 1845. But everything this, else okay, went to okay, okay. crap. At, at, at the most basic, right, however you feel about interest rate policy, however you feel about the economy, we can all agree that the market likes knowing the direction and they yeah. like they like knowing things. They don't like not knowing things. People hate it when the ground is shifting under their feet. That creates fear. That's what this headline basically did. The idea that you could raise rates off just whenever you feel like it. That was not an idea that that was not mentioned in, in at the last meeting, the meeting before that, the meeting before that, the meeting before that. Not an idea that was in the public domain at all, um, or the public discourse. Well, now it is. <laughs> just threw, just lobbed a grenade into the market. Well, we remember how they say that they they still need a a a, a, a correction to three ninety levels. So maybe that's 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 what we're hiding now. This is this is what it needed to to happen. Um, that's what people have yeah. been calling, and a lot of a lot of puts. Let's came get off in. the yeah. Let's get off the spy. Look at the cues. They look the same. Look at the Russell. Uh, come on, Russell. Um, looks the same. Let's go to Apple. Let's, let's just go around the board here. Uh, yeah, everything's sold off. And yeah, we bounced. We're, we are bouncing here. But like, this is not the kind of headline that makes no. people confident. That makes people confident that that the people making decisions know what they're doing. And like, I'm not an economist. I'm just like, I'm just some guy. They, they, they're, they're much smarter than me. But the, the the least that we can ask for, I think, the very basic is like at least be – can you be clear and can you be consistent with us? And a lot of people have, have criticized uh, Jerome Powell, I think fairly so in the, in, during his tenure for, for giving mixed signals at different times. And uh, James Bullard has always had a reputation for being a little bit um, out there in terms of his uh, uh, his comments. But to just drop this, this idea um, – on, on on the market is is i think what's your opinion on the crazy. oil what if, what if i have some calls on oil too you know it continues to go up so uh, uh sure. i, I mean in buying oil too it's it's kind of a crazy it's the one area that's strong right now right everything else yeah. is sort of shifting but um yeah, look um, at our XPI. I was so happy. We're almost hitting 100, 99.16. And a, a news like today just put us back on a $97 a share. Oh, boy. Okay, can, let's just do it. Vivi, can you just write a few of these down? And, yeah, and then sure. we can, and, and we can all, talk about them. Yeah. Sure. So can you can you write down, uh, Ilana wants your thoughts on the psychedelics, so Compass and, and, and uh, MindMed. Can, you, can MindMed, you write those down? 
Pera, I like it. Can you put a, can you uh, put the um, the ticker name? Yeah, my man is M N M D, and Compass is C M P S. C M P S. I have not looked at those in quite some time. Me too. I have. I haven't uh, visited those for a long, long time. And then, sorry, the, I know I missed a bunch of tickers in the chat. I apologize, but I kind of got sidetracked with the whole Bullard thing. So, um, what else? What else? Some people dropped a few other tickers in there. People dropped. Um, I'm scrolling way up to find them. ARDX. ARDX was in there. Yeah, we um, talked about it. There was another huge, huge. That, um, okay. I don't know what that is. I'll, I'll update you guys on it. And 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 C C T X R was was the other one. Sidious. Oh yeah, I know Sidious. C T X R. You got I it. Okay, I will um I will check those and I'll cover those with you guys. Sorry right. guys, we had to go off tangent here, but I looked at my account and I'm like, what the heck happened with my spot of my spy puts? I, I don't even know. Oh jeez. Um, wait, you wait, you had spy puts? Congratulations. I had it for next week, 457s, because I felt like we're a little overextended. So That's um, okay. Yeah, so yeah. It, it hit it hit my I made a lot of money, so I just closed. Good job. Good job, Vivi. All <laughs> right, we'll, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you guys take care bye bye i i vey everyone what just happened don't worry the drop was priced in you know you know there's an old drinking game um i don't know how old and i don't know how real this is um every time you hear the word the term priced in on on cnbc you drink you don't last very long ab you you missed all the fun man what fun you you just just now what happened what happened? Did you, did you see the market? I was eating lunch. I was in the cafeteria. Oh, look, I'll show you. 15-minute chart. Yeah, five-minute chart. Look at the spy just now. Yeah. Yeah? I, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, is, Aaron is selling the news. Uh, or, or buying the news. I don't know, so he's selling the importance of this headline is what he's doing. He doesn't give I mean, me. How long ago did this headline come out? Uh, 10 minutes. 15, yeah, 15 I mean, minutes. We'll see. I mean, if SPY drops like 1.5% compared to the 1% it's dropped right now, then oh. then maybe then maybe Mr. Market spooked out. I just think he needs some time to digest the news. Like, I'm digesting my lunch right now. What's for lunch today? Uh, it was Korean bao buns. I'm excited for tomorrow. The Super Bowl feast? Tomorrow we're having like a Super Bowl feast. Well, we're not having a feast. but yeah. um... The cafeteria at our office building has like a rotating special each day. I basically treat it like school school lunch. <laughs> school lunch. It's like some days it's really good, some days it's oh well. I mean, even the days where it's not amazing, oh, it's still man. better than school lunch. So it's not really a fair comparison. But you know how like some day like yeah. I'd always just get whatever the school was serving, and some days would be great, some days it would. Wait, be not. maybe maybe you don't remember this. Do you, do you ha- do you happen to remember how long you had for lunch in school? Because we had we had tw- we had like twenty one minutes, twenty two minutes for lunch at school. Um, it differed. Uh, by the time I got to high school, I believe it was. 25 30 minutes but yeah there were definitely some years in like middle school where yeah it was like we had like 20 or, or like less i think at one point i had like 15 minutes it's yeah. like they like sandwich you in there um yeah uh should we just maybe tomorrow on the show we'll just order a bunch of the food from the from the calf and we can just eat it on the show that'd be a little weird but yeah whatever it's super it's super bowl friday reminder tomorrow we do have to enter the quick and loans super bowl squares contest we'll be doing that uh on tomorrow's show if you don't know what i'm talking about super bowl I'm oh, sorry, rocketmortgagesquares.com. Thank you, Rohan. 
Um, RockingMorganSquares.com. Scan the QR code on the screen. Enter to win up to $500,000 in prizes. Shout out to our friends at Rocket Mortgage upstairs right now. Uh, okay. What it, is, it has been an eventful day. Uh, today really is uh, exhibits A, B, and C as to why, if you are an active trader, it would behoove you to want to play both sides of the market. Long-only trading is inordinately difficult. Long-only investing is, is a whole separate thing. But for trading, if you're only playing longs, you're missing half the fun and half the opportunities, as we just saw. Look at that chart. We just saw this play out in real time. Um, so we've been doing this segment uh, every week where we bring on a couple guys from Trade Zero, uh, which is uh, a, a trading platform uh, ideal for short selling. It was built for short sellers. I don't know if it was built by short sellers, but it was definitely built for short sellers. Uh, they are the winner of the Benzinga FinTech Award for Best Short Selling Platform, like two years running at this point. Uh, and we, we're going to do this segment now where we're going to we bring them on and we basically talk about shorting. Uh, the segment is called Zero Household Short Selling with Trade Zero. If you have any questions for us right now about shorting, about how to do it, how it works, what does it locate? What does it even mean? Uh, now is the time to ask it. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on uh, Dan Pipitone, the CEO of Trade Zero, and Stephen Johnson, who is a trader who uses the platform. And uh, here we go. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? Gentlemen, happy to be here. Whoa, Dan. Dan, you're in a new uh, new location for us. I am actually in our new office in Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So stay tuned, folks. Uh, next week should be announcing uh, the fact that we are ready to rumble, accepting accounts, and uh, rocking and rolling here uh, up north. Hey, eh? hey, okay, hey. okay, I like it. Uh, real quick, just if you can give us some boots on the ground, reporting here. How was the how was the travel? What was that all like? Uh, it was a pleasure, honestly. I didn't realize that Toronto was only a quick hour flight from New York. Um, and although here there was a lot of uh, paperwork and yada yada, you had to fill out about COVID. And if you get stuck here, where you're going to stay for 14 days and you're going to quarantine <laughs> with anybody with comorbidities or are they 65 or older? So uh, a little bit of a process, but, uh, you know, masking the whole way. Um, yeah. and, uh, but- All right. Okay, so uh, we're glad to have you both. Uh, the, the, the purpose of this segment today, what we're going to do is we're going to walk through all the different things that you well not all not we're not gonna have time for everything but like a list of some of the some of the things that you should look at before taking a short position um so steven let's just start with you because you're a trader and you're shorting every every single day um let's just start with like some of the technical things what things do you look at before or to to inquire or to investigate a potential short idea. And then while he's doing that, Dan, I would love for you if you could share your screen and you could kind of show us how to see what he's talking about. Let me do uh, that. We're very lucky today. We actually had a, a pretty good short setup today. One of the best ones I've, I've seen in a while. Can, can, can you walk us through like sort of what you looked at? Yeah, to, no, to, to find? Are you guys just seeing this right now? Sorry. 
Yep, I see it on my. Yep, awesome. I, I just I just pulled it up. Uh, awesome. So if we can get like a daily, uh, we can go. D, uh, the ticker is D E D. Let me just check it. D C F C, I believe. Yeah, D C F C. Oh yeah, that's been a trending one. I think it's an it's an electric company. Um, so generally when I'm looking, it's D C F C. D C F C. D C F C. Yeah. Gotcha. E C F C. Sorry, a little slow on the update. Yeah. So if we just if we just connect it to the daily as well, so we can see the daily chart. And we go on a daily there. I mean, some of the some of the things that like the first thing that I look for, and it's it's we're very lucky today to have this chart. Um, I look for like a daily pattern that like is a technical daily pattern that's a short setup. And and this is the most perfect, one of the most perfect short setups you can get. We've just had it today. It's basically a stock that's gone from the sixes. You can see that it, it wasn't like just four days ago, it was in the sixes and the sevens. It made a high as high as nearly 20. And it's interesting to note that it topped out at the whole round number of 20 as well. Um, and then after the two big green days, the high as high as 20, we get the first red day. And like this is like a real A plus key setup that I kind of look for uh, because it's the it's the momentum shift where we've had a big, big, big parabolic push to the upside. And then all of a sudden, we've got the first red day where everyone's looking to get out. All the longs are all of a sudden, they're like, it's the down on the position. Are many longs who chase that down, many longs who are up on profits, they've realized there's a momentum shift, so they're exiting. So the longs are selling. And we've got the shorts who are thinking, okay, the momentum's shifted, and then they're starting to short. Um, so just the daily pattern is one thing, but the second big thing really quickly is, do you see how the volume's just dried up? Do you see the volume? We had like a hundred million yesterday, and, and we've traded what what so far today? Like 10, 10, 10 million? 10.6, yep. Yeah, and we're halfway through the day. So what are we gonna hit? 15. So when when the interest just completely drops off the stock and the demand drops off the stock, it 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 becomes it's not gonna be able to sustain the highs and it's gonna start to come down. And another element of the great short. Yeah, so looking to see the volume is not sustaining, and therefore neither is the price. That's a really, really good, yeah. uh, re yeah. really good indicator here. So, uh, can you go through a couple more? And then I also want to share a couple uh, on my end of things that I look for uh, when I when I uh, suspect uh, a stock may come back down to earth. But can you, outside of volume here, Stephen, what, what else are you looking for? Um, the only other things that I'm kind of trying. I mean, technically. I mean, we can go on the the one minute chart. I think that's that's a good idea to look at the intraday as well. And if we just scroll back to kind of see the whole thing, scroll out a little bit more. Uh, just just zoom out, zoom out more a little bit. One second. Yeah. So just the only the only other thing that I kind of look for on on the intraday is you can it's. Generally, with these first red day setups, it's better that the stock doesn't go straight down because you don't want to just chase weakness. It's it's nice that it mm. it tries to have some sort of push in the morning. It tries to get something going, but it's not so easy to see. Maybe for Dan Dan to mark out, but we had like this kind of front side trend. Like in the morning, we had a front side trend just from nine thirty to ten thirty. For the first hour of the day, the stock kept on making higher lows, higher lows, um, until it eventually peaked out at around 14.95 and when when we see that trend break that's kind of we've got we've got three things we've got the volume drying up we've got that we know it's a technical short setup so the last thing that we're kind of looking for is where's where's the entry and and that's on the intraday 
and, and we're just looking for the front side of the trend. Uh, we can see like higher lows from 9.30 or 10.30, and then it just peaks out in the, uh, just before 15. When we get that first lower high, it's like, where's the entry? And, and I think that's a good entry. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I, I want to share uh, my screen for a second here. Uh, and uh, you know what? I, I'll, I'll pull up D, DCFC too, just so we can uh, we can be consistent here. So so that's been obviously a trending stock for the past couple of days. You can see it on the chart, right? It's ripped. It's, it's gone to the moon, right? Uh, so outside of looking at uh, volume uh, and price and technical indicators, uh, I... I, I, there are a couple fundamental things I would keep my my eye on, right? Uh, the big one is what is the float slash shares outstanding, right? Um, so this is a DCFC page in Benzinga Pro. This is the details page. Um, we don't have the float figure here, but if you scroll to the bottom, we do have shares outstanding. Shares outstanding is always going to be a larger number than than the float because shares outstanding is the total number of shares that exist the float is just all the shares that are available for trade uh so i see 153 million shares outstanding so that's actually a pretty large number uh and how i will use this number is very simple uh if i see a number let's just say arbitrarily let's just say less than mm, 30 million maybe 40 million I, I would call that a low a low float or low shares outstanding. It means there's not a lot of shares out there. Uh, now that means that the, the less shares that exist, the easier it is to push around. So these stocks can rip; they can rip to the moon in your face. But those moves are never sustained long term. And I f never say never, but I'm pretty confident I can say never in this case. These moves may it may take a day or two or a week or a month. But in almost every case, the, the, the gains will always give themselves up. And so that I, I will use that as my indicator, right? Like, okay, oh, I see a stock up 100% today. Oh, it's got 2 million shares outstanding, 2 million shares in the flood. Okay, let's write this one down. And like Stephen said, let's, let, let's just let's watch it. I'm not necessarily trying to chase it. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, call it top. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, chase it down either, but I'm trying to watch it. And if it shows some weakness, if, if for example, the volume starts to decline, okay, this was already on my radar here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to smack some bids. And uh, so that's how I would use some of that information. Uh, do either of you have anything to add on, on that front? Uh, no, no, I think it's it's a really good point. I think the float on this stock was was around a hundred million, and and it's just yeah. agreeing agreeing with the point. And yeah. you you know that it's it's not going to be able to sustain that that height um, with yep. with with that float. The other thing that I would look at is also like, is this company making a lot of money? Because it's an EV stock, so if it's a company like Tesla, where its revenues are going up and its earnings are going up year after yeah. year after year it's making record new revenues record new earnings. I'd, I'd be pretty scared because i'd be like well maybe there's a reason that this stock is making this big move but in the case of, of this stock it's uh its revenues are up but its earnings are actually down it, it's a company that loses money so it's not a company that loses money is it's not for me as likely to to sustain a move Yep. Is the company profitable? That's a question you can ask. Yeah. Are the are is it are is the revenue increasing or are the earnings increasing? Uh, those are questions to ask. Uh, what you can look at ratios, right? Is the is the price to earnings ratio is it reason is it I don't know reasonable or subjective? But the yeah, the S and P five hundred PE right now is like twenty five. So is it is it um, is it thirty? Is it five hundred? 
right? Uh, what's the five hundred would be would mean the stock is very overvalued. Uh, what's the price of sales? The S and P price of sales right now is is what like four, four and a half. So what's the price of sales of of the stock in question? Is it fifteen? Is it twenty? That's that's a lot of money you're paying up for just a little for not a lot of sales, right? So again, the market short term moves are not always fundamental in nature, right. but uh, eventually. They will come back down to earth. Um, we actually had a, quest, a few questions in the chat for Dan. Uh, I want to. Uh, I, I see you guys in the chat. Yeah. Um, so here's a question. Da, 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 da. Um, oh wait, this is more of an acknowledgement. What trade zero in Canada? So that that was that wasn't a question. That was just more of a more of a, uh, a acknowledgement. Stay tuned. Um, okay. We're in uh, the now. No longer weeks or months. It's days. It's days. Hey, now. Okay. What else? Uh, there's a few more questions. Uh, M, M. Nice. Do you need access to options to short? This, this is a question for both of you, I think, because uh, Stephen can speak to the actual... Well, Dan can speak to, like, the, the account minimum sure. and things like that, but Dan, Stephen can speak to, like, you know, his personal trading. Um, you don't need options to short. No. It's not, it's not a requirement or a necessity. What you do need, however, is a margin account. Uh, in order to short sale something, you need to have a margin account in the U.S. In order to qualify for a margin account, you ha both have to opt to receive margin, and you also need to maintain at least $2,000 in your account. And, uh, and yeah, my answer is I've never actually looked at options before, but after seeing a few people trade them, I'm getting more and more curious to, to learn them. But uh, no, you, you definitely don't. You can short stocks just by locating them on the bottom left of the screen. So, so based on what you just said, this is a question from The Ghost. Hello, The Ghost. Are puts the only way to short in a small cash account? Well, I don't know what your definition of small is, but what Dan just said is if it's above $2,000, you're good. It, well, exactly. And also, you know, it's not you're not necessarily shorting. You're just betting on the stock to go down. If, you, if, you, if you're buying a put, mm. uh, if you're long a put, because uh, you could actually short options as well. But if you're long a put, uh, you're actually betting on the stock to go down uh, to the strike price by that's by the certain date and probably go past that because it does cost you some money to get into the put. So you have to factor that in into your uh, your P&L. Uh, here's a good one for you, Stephen, uh, from Bill Bowers. How effective is using a stock that is, quote, rolling over and moving down to pick for a short? Uh, in other words, how far down is too far down to to chase to uh, a short here? So this this isn't a this one is this isn't a tough, tough question. It kind of depends. I don't know uh, if there's the, answer. Yeah, I mean, it's a very it's a very open question because a lot of different setups can depend on the answer, but the yeah. best way I'd probably like to answer is 90, if 90% of traders lose and a lot of the markets long and most traders, the most new traders and a lot of traders, the first bad habit they establish is, is chasing every, every new trader chases. So a lot of, a lot of long traders are chasing spikes up. Um, and so what I like to do a lot of the times generally in principle is if 90% of traders lose and a lot of traders are chasing longs, I like to do the opposite and short that strength. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, I, my general answer is I don't show weakness, I short strength. So I do the opposite in general, unless it's like very, very, very like bearish setup. I, I'm generally short in strength. Just like it's, so it, it can be a good idea if you have a stock in an uptrend 
that is going that is going up and you want to buy it you maybe wait for a red candle to get in the the likewise is the same too if you see a stock in a downtrend and you see a nice green nice big fat juicy green candle up you know five ten percent you you know you you do it that way right uh the opposite candles can be can make for good opportunities in here um so what else do you look at and uh steven before you're shorting is is there anything else and dan you also do some trading too i don't want to you know (laughs) uh what else do you guys look at before you use while you investigate whether a a stock is a potentially good short or not you can Uh, go steve because honestly i do trade uh folks um but I am more of an investor, I would say. I'm, I'm, I'm less of a trader. My kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I do. I have like a, I have like ten different things that I look at, and it sounds like it takes a while. But after a few years of doing it, you can literally do it in a few minutes. So it's like, uh, what's the daily chart, and what's the kind of the setup? Like, is it the overextended first red deal, like we just saw with DFCF? Yeah. Um, how big's the gap down? If it is a gap down, where is, am I getting a good entry entry day? Um, can I get borrows? Is it is it easy to get borrows? Uh, is the stock got too much volume? Is, is 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 the stock crowded, or is there not enough people in the stock? Is the stock trading very in a very thick way, or a very yeah. thin way, like slow or fast? All technicals and then fundamentals. Um, does the company make money? Is it in a hot sector? Um, what's the news? Dan, is it up for a reason? Dan, can you bring your your screen back up here? Um, yeah. so, someone in the chat just asked if, if Benzinga Pro is, is a trading platform or if it's just for news. And the answer is it's just for news. It's not you can't trade. But the beauty of Benzinga Pro is that our news does not just live on our platform. That's uh, Places places like Trade Zero get our news right. So Stephen just mentioned looking at news flow. Uh, Dan, let's bring your, your your screen up on there. It is. Uh, so you know, looking at news flow, what does that mean? Well, you can go into your trading platform on like a trend, Trade Zero and pull up the news look for a news feed i don't even know how dan how did we get here so i just uh, logged into zero pro this is our flagship product uh and just click the little news icon right here on the toolbar and up comes the news and you have the opportunity in the platform to link windows so in other words i have this news window now linked to my order entry screen so if i were to type in you know tesla for example it's going to now bring me not only you know the the relevant market data and charts but also all of the news related to tesla nice and 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 again no this is what i said earlier with with regards to uber right is i didn't i wouldn't have felt comfortable making a trade in uber because i didn't have a good understanding of what the news was and without that understanding I felt like I was flying blind. I feel like I had no idea what I like what was really going on there, and so like I, tr- knowing the news catalyst is is so important. Understanding uh, what it means. <clears throat> it's not to say stocks have to go down on bad news or up on good news because they don't, but knowing what the news is that's out there. If you don't know that, you're you're the dumb money, right? <laughs> Like that's just that's just the that's just the truth. So and, um, and, and to add to that, Spencer, we yeah. love the the why is it moving feed that we get from you guys. Oh, thank you. you. Know, really, so in a headline, you can kind of see, uh, you know, what's going on with the stock. Um, you know, halted on circuit breaker. So you just you don't you don't you don't really have to read in terms of what exactly happened, uh, but you can, yeah. So trades strikes a session high. Tweet from U.S. President Biden. 
right? So you, you know, without combing through lots of different articles mm -hmm. and combing through stories uh, that, um, you know, why the stock is on the move. And then you can evaluate if that really, you know, if that reason has legs to the upside or downside or not. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. Exactly right. So again, uh, this is our weekly short selling segment, Zero Hassle Short Selling with Trade Zero. If you have any questions about shorting, um, you're on live now with a trader and a guy who literally runs a shorting platform. So ask away. This is your moment. If you had a question that you're afraid to ask, this is your time. And if you don't get it in now, you'll have to wait until this time next week when we when, when we bring it back on. Uh, but Dan Pipitone is the CEO of Trade Zero. Uh, Steven Johnson is a trader. He goes by uh, Jonk87. Uh, there is a link to learn more about Trade Zero in the description. Let's put it on the screen right now, actually. Um, uh, well, we we have I have a few links in here, so we can go we can go that guy. But there, whoops! But there is the link um, in the in the description of this video. Check it out to learn more. I highly, highly, highly recommend that platform if shorting is of interest to you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You, there's a reason that we brought these guys on and not other people, frankly, is because this is what it was built for. Happy made a comment in the chat before. You know, half the battle with shorting is just getting the getting the shares. That's right. Getting the shares, right? Make does your broker have the shares available to lend you? Um, that's what you're known for, right, Dan? That's right. So. It's one thing to be long and wrong. It's another thing to know the stock is on the way down and you can't get the shares. Yeah. Uh, Elon wants to know if if you can short spy right now. We're not going to do that, Elon. We're going to just save that. We for could, and not only can we short it now, it's easy to borrow. Meaning there is no additional fee for shorting it. I, I think so, he wanted you to do it right now, and I don't think we're going <laughs> to do that right I'm now. I'm not going to do it, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think we want to go through that right now. But we could, but we won't. How about that, uh, Dan? Stephen, uh, it is a pleasure to have you on. As always, uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Uh, stay green out there. Yes, Cheers, guys. Be well, guys. Thank you. All right. Well, it's, a, it, it's, it's a tough one as always. All right. Thanks a lot, Dan and Stephen. Uh, Zero Hassle Short Selling with Trade. All right. We're back. What's up, AB? How you doing, what man? What is up? Yeah, I've been watching the overall markets. I mean, we are seeing SPY continue to dip lower. Um, checking in on some of my, you know, the names that I just kind of look look toward for Bellwether, how the market's doing, Apple, Microsoft, um, Apple down one and a half percent. At some point, I mean, like Apple's, Apple hasn't really moved after it's like great report. Like it, it kind of has, but, but kind of hasn't. I mean, I, I've I've been expecting a bigger breakout in Apple, and but right now, 
Um, just chart-wise, I'm, I'm nervous. We're kind of sitting at a previous support. Uh, same thing with Microsoft. To where if we go, let me pull up my Benzinga Pro. Yeah, I, I was gonna get my chart up. Yeah, so your I charts look see. better. Let's do that. Uh, someone said my charts look bad the other day. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, if you get me out to a daily. A daily? Yeah. I can do that. Like daily candles. Okay, wait. I'm, I'm getting rid of the five minute thing. I don't. I added that because of Vivi, but I don't. I don't want it there anymore. All right, daily candle. Here we are. Yeah, so if we zoom in on the last like couple oh. weeks, okay, um, you you see right this level at that we've been consolidating in, Bob, up down up down exactly. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Apple actually come down from here and hit that previous resistance right at one sixty where we were pre earnings, um, and then right there I would be a big buyer. You know, look for a double bottom there. Uh, where we're at right now, I'm sitting on the sideline and gonna wait. And if we can break above this level like one seventy five, we'll call it back up to 180 then um, I want to play that breakout but this level right here is it's kind of like uh, just kind of in purgatory kind of in limbo doesn't know if it wants to go back down to that previous level or, or wants to break out and again Apple reported amazing earnings some of the best earnings probably of a company has ever reported um, just in terms of sheer numbers I mean they printed money made what was it 120 billion dollars in a quarter I was trying to play a sound effect, but it didn't work, which is sad. Uh, yeah, they they crushed it last quarter. They crushed it. I don't have the numbers top of mind. The beauty of Benzinger Pro is they're never, really not hard to find. If I went into my news feed and I searched for Apple and I filtered by um, – the ca I went to the categories filter and I went to news and I went just to earnings. That's three clicks right there and we're done. And here's every earnings headline about Apple. And you, you just scroll. And, oh, look at that. Apple EPS beat, sales beat, revenue, um, iPhone revenue came in well above the estimate, 71 versus $65 billion. Oh, man. And they're here, they're here we go. So, yeah, that was easy. Anyway, they beat. And the stock is done okay. It's not an act like it's been bad. It just hasn't been good either. So I don't know. Um, you know another stock that I, I'm watching right now that I, I'm not in, I've never had a position in, but I've been considering entering Fwonk. a position in? Yep. Fwonk. Let's check on Fwonk first. Is that, is that what you're going to say? No. Maybe I should have gotten into this with you. When did you get in? What, Tuesday? How's it doing since then? I'm, I'm up a little bit. Just a little bit. It's not as... Callaway's no. night up, made a nice move since Oh, crap. Together. You just reminded me that they report earnings tonight. Uh, Spencer, maybe we just got to start tailing their... <laughs> Look at that Callaway. I should sell. Should I sell right now? I, I was not as convicted in the Callaway trade. If you, What if you sold now, Callaway reports bad earnings, and you buy back in at a lower price? <laughs> what if? What if? What if? What if? I think you just hold it. Sorry. All right. All right. I'll hold it. Um, no. What, what was your stock? Sorry. Fisker. FSR. How is Fisker doing? Not great. Is your answer? Well, but actually, it's holding up better than I would have thought. Actually, uh, and, and speaking of earnings, Fisker reports earnings next week. Oh, they do? Not as pertinent for a company like Fisker who doesn't oh, really. Oh, it says it right there. But yeah, we don't care about earnings. Because why is that? No, but they're going to, they're going to, they should announce like a timeline in theory, right? I, I'm telling you, I've been, and granted, this is the investor deck's job, but I've been going through their presentation and, like, here, let me pull it up real quick because. Oh my gosh. Um, Wait, we have some, we have, news? like, we have some 
breaking news. It's not about the stock market, but we do have some breaking news. Where's my breaking news? Woj bomb. Harden to the Sixers. Oh, holy Simmons, shit. Simmons, Simmons, Seth Curry, Drummond, and picks to the Nets. Holy cow. Holy cow. See, Happy Muhammad brings up a – he's saying uh, – I expect the golfing company didn't get the best earnings during winter months, but you got to nah. remember the market knows that market knows that it's priced in like it's a cyclical stock. Um, but you had the holiday season too. Don't forget. I'm sure this year, a lot more people got um, presents in terms of, of golf gear compared to previous years. Um, so looking at Fisker's, let me see if I can get some zooms in here. Maybe not. All right. It looks like I can't No. Um, Henrik Fisker, of course, the chairman CEO. He comes from uh, what's that? Aston Martin, Aston Martin, BMW, and Ford. Uh, you know, just looking at their their wow. team of executives, they've all got great experience from different car companies. Um, going down this next slide, you see like this guy Todd, their head head of user experience design, comes from EA and Microsoft. Um, I, I like a lot of this. I like a lot of the experience there on the board. Um, again, flipping through this deck, you can see here, right here, is the timeline, Spencer, you were looking for. Uh, yeah. 2023 is their first model. The Fisker Ocean comes out, and then they have... Wait, do, do we... Is Can you be more specific, or do we do we not know? We we just know next year. It doesn't say when. Um, maybe. Let's continue going down right. here through here. Um, let's see. No, no specific. Plan to ramp beyond 5,000 units per month during 2023. Yada, yada. To me, what, what I see here is I think there are a lot of EV stocks, EV companies that we've seen, whether you're talking ride, uh, th that are so, like... Beaten down? Well, beaten down in terms of share price, sure, but I think they're just, like, so... Like, the infrastructure is not there. And I don't think Fisker's in that category. Like, it seems like Fisker is serious about their ambitions to, like, play in this market. And, and I'm not saying some of those other companies aren't serious about their mission, but, like... Yep. Uh, you need experience, you need investors, you need the money, and Fisker has all that compared, just compared in terms to the other pre-revenue, uh, like pre-market EV companies. Okay. I have long been very skeptical, not because I don't believe in, in, them, in any of these companies, because I believe in some of them, but I don't know who to believe in. Well, that's what I'm saying, is so. I think you have, you have this group of EV companies that are currently producing vehicles that are being sold, right? Tesla, yeah, Volkswagen, yeah. you know, whatever. And then you have your group that are all down the road, you know, future bets on. You can yep. bet on Ride. You can bet on Lucid. You can bet on all these companies that don't currently have models out there. Yep. This right now, Fisker, and subject to change, everything can change when I, when I get more new information, more research. Mm -hmm. This is my pick out of those companies that don't okay. currently have cars on the road. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I am, I am curious because, again, for, for a company that doesn't have, uh, aren't selling vehicles right now, like earnings may not be, it's, it's not going to be life or death, but it'll still be interesting, like you said, Spencer, to see what their timeline looks like. Um, are they able to give us some more information on any programs uh, that they're working on? Um, yeah, th this, this chart's cool. So it shows the Fisker Ocean is going to be uh, the second cheapest EV SUV on the market. So the, 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 the lowest you can get it for is 37000 and the most is 69000 Yeah, so um, the, they have a wide range, which I think that's actually a, a good... wide range. I think yeah. that's actually a good model, though, right? You have your 37 base one, but then you, you have a more luxury model that you can sell up to 70K. 
Um, so you get it on both sides of the spectrum. You have yeah. higher margin when you sell one of the more expensive cars, cars um, but you also get that target demographic of people that want a, an affordable SUV. <laughs> is it me or is $37,000 not not affordable? That's, that's I mean, it's an SUV. It's the same as oh, any. All right. It's cheaper than a lot of uh, right. ice. I, I've only bought one car in my life, and it was a used Ford Fusion. So I guess I'm not the best gauge of uh, what isn't isn't affordable for a car. I just I can't imagine spending thirty or forty or fifty grand. Well, thirty seven for a brand new SUV is 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 Fine. very much okay. on the on the affordable Fine. end of the spectrum. Fine. I still spending fifty k on a, on a car blows my mind. So um, here's the the uh, driving range uh, with the pricing. So you can see that Fiskars will sit on the higher end of the driving range, but kind of mid in terms of pricing. Uh, the Ocean Sport, of course, down here. So yeah, um, again, th and this is more one that I'd be looking at as like a long term. So they they have a partnership Wait. with Fox. What is, Fo is Foxconn? Just a dude, Foxconn. Foxconn is the is the Taiwanese. Uh, I know they're Apple. Uh, they're Apple suppliers. They're Taiwanese chips, I believe. Did, remember when they were supposed to build that factory in Wisconsin? That oh, that, dude, I read a, that, that I never read, happened. I read a really good article about that. It never happened. Uh, the the little town in Wisconsin that they they did build it, and someone else just bought it, and they're Great. moving like a hundred people into this factory that was at one point supposed to hold like ten thousand people. Great. Uh, the town that. Uh, this uh, Foxconn thing in Wisconsin was supposed to be built on. Yeah, they had to like redo all their all the water because the factory was going to need like tens and thousands of gallons of water a day. So they did that, and then now the factory's not coming there, and the town itself is going to be on the hook for like twenty million dollars worth of like water charges for this factory that's never get coming there. Yeah, don't don't you don't you just love when companies come in and just screw up everything for everyone? Um, well, I don't even uh, from the article I read, it sounded like it was more on like the politician side than like Foxconn. Side. Everyone's guilty, except right. for the people that live in the town. It's not it's no fault of their own. They they're the ones getting screwed here. And a lot of them had uh, had to like sell their homes for the factory. Yeah, yeah. And, like it's get get rid of their land. It's brutal. It's yeah. un, it's unfair and Tr sucks. Trump went up there and like. Uh, that was a that was a big part of his campaign. Celebrated it. Yeah. Big part like, of his oh, campaign. I got you know whatever, and then. Um, so, so the guy, whoever the governor is of Wisconsin, is getting a lot of flack for that. Right Skywalker, now. I think. I don't know anymore. Um, what was I about to say? Shoot, I was about to say something. Uh, oh, someone in the yeah, Tiny Pony asked if I'd ever driven a fifty thousand dollars car. I have actually. I've driven some 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 nice cars, but I've never never bought never bought a new a new car. So I've. Uh... I, you, you know what terrifies me is right now more than usual is getting like is like car damage. Because I don't know how I would afford, like, to buy a new car right now or a used car. <laughs> God forbid I have to buy a used car right now. I'd go broke. It's so expensive. Yeah. It's a bad time to be needing a car. Yeah. So I'm locked into a lease. So luckily on the maintenance and, and that's. Oh uh, yeah, you're good. It's a good time to be a leaser. It's yeah. a really good time to my, be a my, leaser. My rate doesn't change. I'm pretty sure I got like an offer from the company that I or the uh, dealership that I leased it from that were like we'll we'll buy it back from you for like more. I'm like no, I kind of damn right they will. They tell them tell them give me more. I need more. I, I you want to play ball? Let's play ball. Uh, okay, real fast, Francis from the chat. Can you get some info on the on the news about the rate hikes? Yes. So uh, what happened was uh, about 
Yeah, as of like an hour and a half ago, the expectation was that yeah, we're gonna get a rate hike by from the Fed in March, right? March twenty first is is their meeting, so they're gonna hike rates in March. Whether they hike rates twenty five basis points or fifty basis points is subject to some debate, but that's the consensus. They're gonna they're gonna do a rate hike in March, and yeah, we'll probably get another rate hike um, at some point in in June. Uh, or in in September, right? Um, but the consensus was rate hike in March, and yeah, probably probably more down the line. But what happened about an hour ago is that James Bullard, who uh, is is a is is on the FOMC committee, he's a governor, he's a Fed governor. He was speaking, and these Fed governors they speak all the time, and they 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 ask their opinions and at these hoity-toity economic clubs, and they give these fancy speeches. and And what he said was, yeah, you know what we should consider doing actually is. Like yeah, the the rate hike in March is cool, and the rate hike in June is, is that, that that'd be cool too. But you know what else we should do? We should hike rates outside of the cadence of that schedule, of that FOMC meeting schedule, where we we're gonna meet in March, and we're gonna meet in June, we're gonna meet in September, we're gonna meet in December. We're gonna um, what if we just like decide to w- wake up one morning and just like YOLO hike rate rate uh, in, increase rates twenty five basis points. Wouldn't that be interesting? That's basically what he said. He said, yeah, we should throw the idea of like hiking rates whenever we feel like it on the table. And uh, just the idea of that was enough to cause what you're seeing today. Um, uh, that That's essentially what he said. He said, uh, yeah, rate hikes whenever we want. Hmm, wouldn't that be interesting? Now, James Bullard typically does not speak for the consensus. He's... Um, uh, he's sort of he's he's yeah he does not represent the consensus thinking, uh, but that very idea is new. That's a new idea that was not out there before. That was not out there in the minutes from the last few meetings. That was not said in the press conference. It was not said in the statement. It, nothing about about deviating from the, the 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 scheduled meeting cadence. Nothing about that has been said before. So that's basically what happened. Is you have this idea. Wait, somebody, somebody at the Fed wants to actually just like, what if we just ra- <laughs> what if we just start ripping rate hikes right? just because, you know? So now it's not a question of uh, of how many rate hikes. Now now it's a question of like, wait a minute, how many rate hikes and like when, right? Like, are we talking March and April, or like March, March and April and, and May? Like, I don't know. It's it just creates another variable, which is not enjoyable for the market. So that's basically what's happened here today. Um, yeah, and I mean the the really what is it? The first, second, and third rate hikes are almost certain, and it's a question: Are we going to get the fourth, fifth, and sixth? Uh, I don't even I don't even know if three are certain. Um, here, you know, let's let's just check what the CME uh, the CME has a great tool. CME FedWatch tool. What is going down hey, in- Spencer. What? While you do that, while you look that oh, up. Oh, we have trivia, don't we? Yeah, we do. But also, I need to get Aaron Bree set up in the blue room so we can run our little test. So, oh, Bree, yeah. if you want to run over there right okay, now. Okay, you do that. I'll stay here by my lonesome. Um, what, what, what is this? What is the Fed Fund so Futures lonely. Market? Okay. What is the... That was very nice, Aaron. What, what is the Fed Fund Futures Market saying? God, it doesn't always... It, it takes forever to load this page. I swear. Okay. So the Fed Funds Futures Market is saying, um, what? 
Holy crap! Let me share my screen. Okay. This is... Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm a little bit late to this. Okay, so this morning... This morning, this table said... The, the top left cell said 75%. And the one directly to the right of it said 25%. That's what it said this morning. 100% chance of a rate hike. Uh, probably... Uh, a quarter point, but maybe a half point. Now look what it says. 98% chance of a half point rate hike. That that happened today. That change happened today. We went from a 25% chance to a 98% chance of a half point rate hike. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm just noticing this for the first time. Market is pricing in an 81% chance that rates uh, go up to between 75 and 100 basis points by the May meeting, uh, basically there's a 50% chance that interest rates are between one and a half and one and three quarters percent um, by September. 50% chance of that. Oh boy. I honestly have, I've been under the, I've been thinking that like we probably don't get more than like a half half a point just because the market is... uh, you know, freaks out over any rate hike. So I kind of thought, I thought half point would, would, would be like, but maybe they would like stop there. But like the market is saying, nah, we don't think they're going to stop at half point. We think they might go up, up a whole point or more this year. So, wow, that, that is surprising. Holy moly. <laughs> okay. Market says uh, 50 basis points. So right now, uh, we are so these. I should just tell you what this top row means. This top row is the current federal is the federal funds rate. Right now, the current federal funds rate is basically at zero. It's zero to to twenty five basis points. That's that's based that that, that means that's that means zero. That's the lowest you can go without going negative, right? So right now we're at we're at zero, um, and they're saying yeah we're gonna go up to uh, between uh, half a. Uh, half a point and uh, three quarters of a point in uh, in in the next meeting. What the damn? That's pretty wild. So that's why you're seeing some crazy. So buy the dip. Well, Andy, why? I, I have to pull up my charts right now because I I don't I didn't have them open. Well, I had them open, but I was looking at the table. So let, let's let's share my charts from Pro right now. Let's just let's take a look. See, we have to do a crypto. We have to do trivia today. Still, Spencer, uh, Bree is good to join you anytime. Bree can do trivia. Well, I mean, you know, he's we're good to bring him back on the show all right so. well he's not here no, so. no he's he's next to you, if you whoa left. he's on next to me look at this look at this aaron Bree. i can't can you hear me yes he can't hear, hear us. you he can't hear me Rohan. oh one sec hi aaron <laughs> um i do have a grievance to make I, I, again I, I don't know if you can hear me i'm not really a grievance yeah it's, yeah go go you're good i'm i'm all right hold on i'm getting some help from rohan so I no can no really you're you. Ah, you can't hear me shit what is he doing over there <laughs> he's max oh. headroom i, I Guess, can hear you now this is the metaverse is that where you yeah. are Aaron? you're in the metaverse i'm currently in the metaverse yes all right what's up um this guy from the fed that everyone's picking on yeah. 
He's from the St. Louis Fed. Is that why everyone's picking on him? That's <laughs> it. Everyone knows the St. Louis Fed is the worst Fed. That's not true. Uh, it could be true. I don't know. No, St. Louis uh, Fed's like the the most reputable. The most reputable Fed. Pretty, get, get up on your mic a little bit more. You're, you're a little quiet. Get up on it. Get up or, on know, the dance. Uh, Spencer, Wait. do you see why Nell? Do you see why Nelly was trending on Twitter yesterday? No. I don't know why. Neither did I. I was curious. Oh. Um. Wait, okay, so real fast, we're about to do trivia, but before we do trivia, let me, let's just do a real fast crypto update, all right? All right, crypto is a risk asset. Risk assets go crazy when uh, volatility increases as it is right now, so I'm a little bit surprised to see Bitcoin up, but you got more red than green on the screen today. ETH is uh, down a smidgen. You got Binance Coin up, Ripple is down, Cardano, Solano all down today. Dogecoin, Sheep down, down as well. Uh, even near protocol down over 4%. So this is your crypto heat map. This crypto update is brought to you by Voyager. If you want free Bitcoin, Download the Voyager app. Use the sign-up code Zing, Z-I-N-G. Open your account with $100. Make a trade, and they will send you $50 in Bitcoin. Do it. Or don't do it. Or do do it. Um, all right. Uh, is it time for uh, for trivia, guys? I think it's time for trivia. Wait, is Aaron for it? Aaron, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, cool. Just checking. Um, Rohan, yeah, yeah, that's exactly yep. it, Aaron. Is, is it time for trivia? Do we have our questions ready? Yeah, yeah, we do. Okay, uh, for those who don't know, we do a weekly trivia segment every Thursday, usually on Thursdays, um, where we give away some free swag. Uh, I don't know what the theme of today is. I don't know if we have a theme, and uh, we're it's, just gonna uh, general knowledge, general knowledge trivia. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna bring the questions up on the screen. You're gonna answer the number of the response that you think is the correct answer and then the winner will get some free benzinga swag um are we ready rohan yeah i think we're ready uh aaron can you say something real quick i just want to make sure your audio is good yeah um for breakfast this morning i had some oatmeal put some like blueberries Yo. uh yeah th- th- this is th- this is our this is mo right here we are lo- we are testing this out live we have never done this before i promise you we have never done this before f it we'll do it live we're doing it live like bill o'reilly said all right let's do it let's bring so you guys, do you guys think i look better or worse in the metaverse uh you're a little pixelated so i don't know maybe worse Maybe better. I don't know. Better? The thumbnail was too high res. I talked to Rohan about that. I said we need to get some shittier cameras that don't capture all my uh, blemishes. Oh, we got some tunage going. Nice. Uh, so normally we do this with myself, with Aaron, with Rohan, and with our other Aaron. But other Aaron has been co-opted here uh, by Luke Jacoby he's for drafted. He's been drafted by Luke Jacoby to like help like do some billing stuff right now so aaron thomas is not available but we got we got cool aaron that's all that matters so speaking here, of drafted i got a letter saying uh be ready for some mandatory service boot camp in the next coming week so yeah from the ben, for the benzinga boot camp what is the largest organ of the human body is it skin liver large intestine or heart yo i think it i think i know what it is but i'm not on youtube to type it yet 
So isn't what's up. the like medical word for skin? Epidermis. Epidermis. Or? Epidermis. That's not an organ though. Is uh, it? I think it might be. What? Is, is the, your skin is that an, is that true? Is your skin an organ? That was always like what we said as a kid. Like, what's the biggest organ in your body? And someone would be like, I don't know, your heart. You'd be like, No, it's your skin. Oh, in that case, I, I'm wrong. Every, the consensus seems to be one. Oh wait, Andrew said we gotta hide the chat. Wait uh, for here. I'll, I'll oh hide shit! It. I'll hide it. What happened guys? to a firm? What happened, Spencer? Can we get a BZ Pro headline? Yeah, on yeah, firm? yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in with the trivia now too. I actually don't know how to hide the chat. A firm blasting off. They report earnings tonight. Did it leak? Did the did the numbers leak? That happens sometimes. Uh, what Ooh. is the largest organ in the body? I'm wrong. It is skin. Damn. I did not. I did not know that was an organ until just now. Dude, Spencer, did you accidentally leak the earnings? I told you not to. The hell is I going on with to the make firm sure right now? Encrypted. Who wants to read this one? All right, folks. What was the original name of the search engine Google? Was it Search Pro, Netscape Navigator, or was it Cat Massage? Or uh, better yet, a little uh, okay. So little it, back rub. it's a screen. I don't know the answer to the question, but you're a firm question, Aaron. It's just there's a screenshot that they accidentally tweeted a link uh, of the uh, like leading to their investor page with their earnings on it, and it, or it, the tweet had some numbers in it. So yeah, they may have been. This is unconfirmed. Uh, what was the original name of Google? I'm going with. I like Net- backrub. I, I, I like I, I like Netscape Navigator. Yeah, I, I went with backrub too because it was the funniest. But oh wait, what? <laughs> wait, really? Is that real? Why would it be called backrub? Why not? Why not? All wait, right. wait. So that means someone someone was like, no, backrub is bad. Google, which isn't even a, th- a word, is better. I guess no, Google so. is a word. It means like a lot of numbers. It's a number, yeah. Oh, it is? I didn't know that either. All right, Spencer, you can read this. This one I know the answer to. What is the name of the very first video uploaded to YouTube? Is it Tribute? Is it My Snowboarding Skills? Is it Me at the Zoo? Or is it Carrie Rides a Truck? This one I, I know. I believe I know this one too. I think it's at the zoo. Yeah, it is me. Everyone's saying that, so I'm going to... I'm going to ride me. the wave here. It is me, three. At the zoo. me at the zoo. Side, side question. Do you guys know what YouTube was originally uh, supposed to be as a site? What was it supposed to be as a site? Not a video hosting service? I, I think it was, but I think the original use case was like a dating site. Really? Correct me if I'm wrong, chat, but I had heard uh, something. I think that was also that was the Facebook. Re- uh, no, I was going to say that was also what Benzinga originally was. Yeah, that's true. I, well, I don't know if that was the name. That it was in the name, Benzinga. I don't think. It no, was. it's not. That's not true. That is <laughs> fake news. <laughs> um, but Raz did have a dating site at one point. That is true. Yeah. Why is my Why is my stream deck not working real hard? I can't play a sound. I can't play sound. That's troubling because. Yeah. Uh, wait, hit a button real quick. You are fake news. Oh, yeah, now it works. Now it works. There you go. All right. See? Which country drives on the left side of the road? Is it Russia, Japan, Germany, or China? I don't know. Ooh, that's a good question. Wait, we have we have listeners in at least two of these countries right now. I think so. Um, I'm just gonna go. Up, I don't know. I, I put a straight up guess out th- there. They're all saying two, but they're all wrong. I'm, I'm gonna say Russia because it's it's Russia and they have the best dash cam videos. Russia do thing backwards. 
Wait, where's BZ Tokyo? BZ Tokyo, are you here? I feel like he would know if it was Japan or not, because he lives in Japan. Wasn't that, that was like an old meme. It was like, here in Russia, you, you, you remember? Like, yeah, yeah, you don't drive on road, road drives on you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, exactly. It's just like Mother that. Russia me. Yeah. Um, okay, just to validate what I said, according to co-founder, it was designed as a way for people to upload videos of themselves talking about the partner of their dreams. So it was kind of that's a so wholesome. Yeah, this is very nice. It's so wholesome. And yet, and and here we are, sixteen years later, seventeen years later, and YouTube is a crazy place. All right, folks, how many colors are there in the rainbow? Um, if you can figure out the number of Skittles, that might be helpful. I I, I I just counted, and I think it's seven. I didn't even bother. To Isn't count. it? Uh, is that Roy G. Biv? Yeah. I, oh, I guess I just kind of gave it away. Yeah, I guess I I, put, I might have put six. Like you you might have been wrong. I That is the likely scenario. Oh, people are putting seven in the chat, but you got to put the number. Got to put the number, two. guys. Not the number of the of the choice, not the number on the number. Oh, rookie, man. That's rookie mistake. Up. Rookie mistake to everyone. See what we got. Alright, I know I know our news desk just reached out to a firm. I'll I'll update if they have anything. Yeah, it was seven. Alright, is this our last question or is there more? There might be more, right? Um let's see. Chase the rainbow. Two, two more. more. Two more. Alright. Uh is this me or is this Aaron? I don't know, whoever. I'll read it. When did the website Facebook launch? Was it 1, 2007, 2, 2005, 3, 2004, or 4, 2002? I'm pretty sure it's 2004. Because it was the Facebook and it was only for people at Harvard, right? So. It's got to be 4. All right, sorry. Got to be 2004. What a wild day we're having. We got James Bullard tanking the market. We got a firm earnings leaking, apparently. We have Uber having to give guidance a day after their earnings report. Um, what a strange, strange day it's been. Antonio. That was a good game. Yep, 2004. Very nice. Mitch, I see you. Uh, Mitch, you want to play some trivia with us? Although this, we're, on our, we're on our last question. Come on down, Mitch. What's up? Oh, no. I just screwed it up. I just screwed it up. Sorry, Ron. Wait. Which American-manufactured submarine gun was in, informally known by American soldiers that used it as the grease gun? Oh. I... The Thompson, the MAC-10, the M3, or the Colt 9 millimeter. I think it's the oh, no. Thompson. The Thompson was the a similar gun, but the grease it wasn't. gun. Wait, is the Thompson also? Is that a Tommy gun? Is that what that is? Yeah, it, it's the predecessor, I think, to the grease gun because it was too expensive. So, I think that's uh, how they ended Mac up the Ten grease. sounds pretty cool. I, I I've heard of Mac Elevens because they had those in the Matrix, but I, I I don't know what Mac Ten or maybe I'm thinking of Mac Ten. I have no idea. I don't know guns, man. I'm from the East Coast. We, we don't we don't do guns. <laughs> 
we, we, we don't do guns where I'm from. That that part of the country. I should have moved here when I was a kid. I, I want to learn more about guns. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess Mac 10, but I guess it was the M3, which, you know. Good All right. You got that right. Okay. I definitely did not win this round. Who is the winner of this week's trivia? Drum roll, please. Where's my drum roll? There we go. No! Aaron Bree! Oh, Patrick Starr. Patrick Starr. Let's give go. It to I had two guesses that I just got lucky on. Well, the rest I, I rode the way, but the... Uh, Wait, the Happy, Happy Muhammad wants to voice a complaint. He says not to use numbers in the as the answers because the numbers will, regist- will not register. All right, that's good feedback. Going forward, we will not use... If we're going to use numbers in the answer, we'll spell the numbers out. But uh, Patrick Starr, congratulations. Your are today's win. Didn't you just win like the other day? Um, email us, Patrick. Email shows at benzing.com. Can I get my... Uh, there we go. Shows at benzinga.com to claim your prize. Yes, you did win. There we go. Check it out. Patrick All right. Star. That was fun. Thanks for playing. Uh, before we end the show, I wanted to bring on Money Mitch. Uh, he was working on like a side project uh, for the past like couple of days, and I think he wanted to tell us about it. So, Mitch, what's up, man? How we doing? What's going on? Can you hear me well here? I hear you. I see you. Do you like how I've got Aaron sort of next to me, but also not next to me? It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, you're COVID safe there. <laughs> That's exactly why we did it. It's because of COVID. Now yeah. that you mention it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen uh, AB, you know, in, in a box before, but it, it looks like that episode of, uh, um, what is it, uh, the the Big Bang Theory, um, when, when he gets, a, like, a robot. Get, like, more of your eyes in it. What is going on? What? <laughs> That's essential. Uh, Let's use the word. Creepiest thing ever. All right. Um, but definitely, guys. So one thing I want to tell you guys is uh. yesterday I did make a trade on IMAX based off of AMC Sympathy. So you apes out there, I would definitely check out this video. Uh, you guys can definitely learn a little bit. So really the video touches topics on leaders and laggards, sector industry analysis, and how to keep the mathematical advantage in your favor. We put this up, guys, on ShareVision. What is ShareVision? I'm sure you're asking. Is, I am asking that question. As a matter of fact, how'd you know? Is a dedicated platform only for financial content. What I like about it is specifically the features of, let's say, you're looking up content on Apple. You could actually search for Apple. I know that you can do this on YouTube, but I myself, as being one of the people that continuously work on the tags and description words, I can tell you Google's algorithm isn't the best for stocks. And that's what these guys are working on specifically, is to get you guys content that you can filter by stocks, crypto, and so much more. So I tell you guys to check it on out, and I'll throw up the link here. It's up in the I, chat I, there. I, I, I put the link in the chat. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna like bring the video up while you're talking, but I, I, I'm too late. So, well, I guess I'm not too late because I can bring it up right, right now. This is uh, so check out the, check out Mitch's video. Mitch made a trade, and he uh, talked about it. Uh, check it out. Link is in chat. Only below. ten minutes long, either. So it's not going to take you all day, guys. It's only ten minutes long. So you guys go ahead and check it on out. 
All right. I knew you were working on some secret over there. Well, you're, 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 I, you're, I got some more up my sleeve. You want to see what else I got up my sleeve? We, we are the, the bottom line here, Mitch, is that we are experimenting with new platforms, right? We are on YouTube. You know that, right? We're on, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on Insta. And now we're on ShareVision. I'll tell you one thing. We're soon to be on an, on even more platforms. Uh, I got one that uh, I want to little do a little promo here for. I'm going to be up on next on the roadmap, guys. I want you guys to tune on over to the roadmap. And guess what, guys? I'm in the metaverse. What? We're in it right now. What the hell? I'm in. Let's go, guys. Who's going to join us? In the metaverse. Wait, are, are you are, are you doing this show from the metaverse? Like for real though? Not yeah. even joking. Are, are you Literally, doing it? Like, I'm going to the rooftop, guys. Let's go. Meet me out here me on roadmap. Let's go. Wait, what? All right. Go meet us, <laughs> I guess guys. I, I I guess I have to watch that roadmap now because I've never seen a show from the metaverse before. So uh, I guess we gotta tune in for that, and that'll be that'll be next up uh, here on YouTube.com/slash Benzinga. Um, yeah, it has been a very strange day, a very strange show. We almost never have news break during the show. We had like three news breaks during the show just now. Uh, you know, so. Bit of a weird day on that front. But, hey, I appreciate you all in the chat. As always, we didn't even get to talk about Disney or Twitter really that much or inflation that much either. Uh, where did the day go? We got it, totally got away from us, uh, Aaron. But uh, that's all right. Things happen. Uh, hey, before we go, everyone do me a, a quick sob and hit that like button. I would appreciate that very much. And, uh, hey, check out Benzinga Pro. Get a free two-week trial for everyone or just sign up, and uh, I, I have a special link that will get you a 25% off discount. Uh, let me make sure I have that link in the chat right now. Da, 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 da. Where is my link? Where is my link? Where is my link? Let me get it for you. I'll, I'll, I'll paste it in the chat one second. But, again, pro.benzinga.com, free two-week trial for everyone. And, um, yeah. That's basically it. I'm, I'm, let me find that link for you, Aaron. Can you can you fill time while I find my discount link for Benzinga Pro? Yeah, uh, just taking another quick look at the overall market. So the S and P 500 is currently down 1.3 percent. Again, earlier in the show, uh, when I came back from eating lunch and we got that news from from the Fed, I said I would start to get worried if we see. Uh, you know, a drop of like two percent, one and a half. It looks like right when we got down to about one and a half percent we, we've started to kind of bounce from there so keep your eyes on the price action of this buy of the cues of the overall market uh over these next couple hours again we have two more hours in the trading day so i, I think it'll be very telling right if we see this upward uh, momentum continue that's showing okay investors on wall street are shrugging off the inflation fears um still bullish on the economy growing but uh again if we get that sell-off uh tomorrow who, who knows Check out tomorrow, the link in the chat. The link in the chat and the link on the screen. Uh, Benzinga.grsm.io slash Benzinga Live. That gets you 25% off your Benzinga Pro subscription. Highly, highly, highly recommend. We're done. We're going to hop off. Mitch and Chris going live on the roadmap from the metaverse right now. Everyone will catch you later. Have a good rest of your day. And, uh... Stay, stay green out there.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.